It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Amateurs podcast, a full slate here with Mark, Ryan, and Rob. And boys, we uh, we started off this week absolutely on fire. The uh, the uh, the buy rounds are all over, and we've just got the you know one one a week buys from from now on. But boys, I uh, I've had to laugh this week because we um, we had a bit of a thing yesterday in our private group chat where I, I messaged all the boys and said, oh. No one, no one tell everybody about Cameron Murray this week. He's real cheap and he's a big pot. He's only 1% owned in the top 1,000. And then lo and behold, without us saying anything, he's the top buyer of the week and we've got a 1,000 questions about Cameron Murray this week. So the secret's <laughs> out. Whoever <laughs> whoever was spurting off about Murray, thanks, mate. That was Dale. Yeah, it was intern Dale, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's putting the, the, the oil out there. Boys, I think we've got a jam-packed pod tonight, so we might just dive straight into the teams and then we'll circle back because I've got some interesting stuff floating around in the infamous amateurs group chat. So I uh, want to get through the teams here. And boys, this is an absolute belter of a game Thursday night. The Dragons up against the Tigers. It might be the bowl for the wooden spoon, uh, although even if the uh, even if the Tigers win... They'd need to win by 58 points to get in front of the Dragons on the ladder. So it's a, you know, it's a big problem here for the West Tigers. And But, I mean, like, I, I think they should be morals for this game. But, yeah, I don't know. It's what What's your read on this game, boys? Ryan, start with you. Oh, mate, I, I just kind of feel like Doreen Bull is going to carry them uh, over the line. Mm. He's, he's the, the X factor, I suppose, in this game and, yeah, the the Dragons uh, forward pack as well. It's missing a little bit, and yeah, that, that tends to be the way I'm I'm leaning here. Uh, I think the Tigers can get it done, but I think they've got maybe a little bit more try in them than uh, yeah. the Dragons at this point. Bit more juice in the eleven and twelve, I think, might be the the difference mm. makers here. Billy Burns and Dan Russell up against John Bateman and Isaiah Papali. Uh, I'm I'm not interested in messing around with either of these two edges. I don't think we've got uh, Jack Bird lurking down in there in the emergencies. You have to imagine. Oh, sorry, in the interchange, you have to imagine he's, you know, going to come on and play play some minutes on the edge. And you know, they've got Dan Russell and Billy Burns there. Not, you know, neither particularly inspiring. Um, so I mean, I'm probably not inclined to to give either of those a, a run. Rob, what are you? You anyone here from the Dragons taking your fancy outside of Jack DeBellin? No, no, I've got Jack DeBellin, obviously, but yeah, I think I don't, well, I'm sure we'll have a thousand questions about this, but there's probably a cash out somewhere. Um, maybe not, maybe not Dan Russell, but um, mm. yeah. Oh, look, I have no idea. To remind me this: before Jack Bird got hurt, was he he was playing edge again, right? And mm-hmm. Jack DeBellin was playing in the middle. Yes, is that yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So Jack Bird is probably going to come back on the edge in some capacity. Um, mm. So, yeah, it all just seems a bit trappy to me. Yep. Um, and as far as who's going to win, it's it's almost like you don't want to have to care, right? You just want to have the <laughs> guys you already have. Um, yeah. Yeah, just flip a coin. Lots of points for Isaiah Papali'i, John Bateman, and Dream Buller will do most fantasy coaches, I think. 
nothing new happening there. Seen a few trades involving people selling Isaiah Popoli off his 58. I don't know if I'd be going about that, boys. I've got him down as a firm hold. Do you disagree with that or? No, I, I think if you're uh, selling Papali, it's got to be to an elite option like Fafita or uh, Nathan Cleary or something like that. But even that, yeah. I'm sure you could probably wait a week. Yeah, or find something better. Yep. Mm. Uh, moving on to what might be the game of the round, or there's probably three really good games this week, but this is going to be one of them. The Waz up against the Raiders. Uh, Waz looking pretty much as per program. Tohu, Harris, uh, we weren't sure what happened on the pod on Sunday, but it turns out he was just sick and... And uh, there's a lot of chat about trading Torhu Harris this week. I am going to put him in a loop with Ryan Madison this week, uh, but I don't think he's a trade. Uh, does anyone have any strong convictions about him being a trade? I don't feel like either of you would. I feel like you'd be in agreement with me. Yeah, I'm in the stronghold category, in my opinion. I, again, I think he's... Uh... Only one you'd want to trade if you've got no better alternatives to get up to an elite option, like I mentioned before. Um, obviously, the buy next week is one that might tip people uh, towards selling, but um, for the most part, he's been an elite option this year. Like when he's played at least fifty minutes this year, he's averaging fifty-eight. Um, I, I don't, I'm not really. I know he had a poor score last week, but again, like he was crook. So I, yeah, I'm pretty keen to hang on to him for now, especially for head-to-head. I guess you could make the case for overall with the buy next week to move him on to Isaiah Yo or something like that, but mm. um, I'm holding for now. Yep. No, agreed. I mean, Chance is another one. Thanks to the uh, non, non-event non of uh, Tyrone Munro this week, I'm also going to get to loop Chance and Dylan Edwards this week, so... Yeah, that's uh, you know that's good. But Chance, I mean, if you you know, I don't have a problem with playing him in this game. A little bit of a revenge game going on there. Uh, there's probably no one I'm actively looking to purchase. I probably would try and avoid putting the C on Sean Johnson this week. Although the Raiders aren't exactly a defensive powerhouse, so if you don't have any better options, I'm fine with that. Uh, Rob, any additional thoughts on your countrymen, man? No, it was a phenomenal game to go to the Sharks. Um, that was probably one of the best home games I've seen them play. Um, Mostly not from a fantasy perspective, but just from like a pure NRL. Um, Sean was just everywhere and um, yeah, it was great. It was good to watch. Um, yeah, I feel like just vice captain, someone that plays early has kind of been my strategy. Um, I don't know, Jack DeBellin or yeah. something, maybe. Usually puts you in the, the right stead getting a, an early you know, first game or two vice-captain. So, yeah, and I'm the same. i got it on Jack at the moment, but um, fully expecting to not have to need it. Uh, across to the Raiders, the Raiders have named a four-forward bench, including, I mean, including Tom Starling, but they have been carrying that outside back where they, they aren't in this particular game. So that probably bodes negatively for the Tarpanese of the world. Uh, Horsburgh, he'll come back into his big-minute role as usual and, Papali coming back from that injury, we'll probably see, you know, those guys that rotate through the Papali, Tapani, you know, we'll get a couple of minutes and horse will play 70 odd minutes or so. So um, they're obviously guns. Um, Tapani is one that people are probably either holding or, or previously got rid of. Uh, once again, it's probably the basket of players that you're not necessarily interested in purchasing. Uh, Rob, is there anyone from this Raiders team outside of Corey Horsburgh that, that draws your attention? Is Seb Chris still a buy? Um, Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It just depends what you need. I think some people are looking for centers because Limuelo's on buy. Um, so he might be one of the 
cheap, at least job security guys to consider um, over Skelton, perhaps who might not have a job even this week. So um, mm. we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that. But yeah, other than that, I think it's just the guys you have. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Tapani's minutes, but you know, he could easily go down to 45 to 50 minutes again. Yeah. He's had that would be where I wager. <laughs> yeah. He's had a good bump with um, Papali'i being out, but um yeah, you just don't know with Sticky, and and I feel yeah. like you can. Uh, he kind of just does a hot hand with Tuppany sometimes, doesn't he? Um, yeah, but you just can't trust it. I think he'd be one of those guys where, like, him to Haas is not super expensive, or him to um, Yo is not sort of Yo. super expensive. Yeah. It's only you know 100k or or even a bit less. So that's where you might look at that and and decide that that's a good use of your funds if you got some extra stuff. But I mean, trades are going to be a premium, and and I mean, the thing is, like, you know, what's at this point? Like, if you've got five or less trades remaining, what's a trade actually worth in terms of points per game? Like, you want to be getting at least five points per game on average, but probably closer to 10 than five, Ryan. Is that, what do you sort of think about that? Yeah, or similar sort of thoughts, I think. Um, uh, Really, once you start to get down that low, you want to be trying to optimise them as much as possible, uh, potentially waiting for an injury. Like, that's why I I sort of, I lean towards patience at this time of year. Like, we've seen it with, say, Jareen Buller um, Mm. last week. uh, and, And even for... Um, Tohu, like that's why I'm leaning towards holding as well. Like even if you just give it a week, you never know who's going to get injured. Like maybe one of your other keepers gets injured, and now you've got someone else you can move. You have to move on to Isaiah Yo because it seems like a lot of people are maybe searching for uh, which keeper is potentially the worst of my keepers to move on to the slightly better keeper. Um, yeah. yeah, but then you do that, and then Tino gets a three game suspension. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Um, so, so it's like, yeah, what's the what's the trade really worth? Um, mm. It's tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I was looking at this earlier and it's good that you brought it up. So like, you know, I traded Dylan Edwards to Dream Buller for a negative 37 result last week. And I mean, that 37 ranks would have pushed me like up another 20 ranks or something like that. So that 37 points or thereabouts. So, you know, you, you really don't – sometimes looking at something as an upgrade isn't necessarily always an upgrade, um, particularly when you're talking about line ball guys like that, you know, with Buller, that all the signs were there that he might be a hold, as Ryan pointed out. So, um, yeah, just something to sort of keep in mind when you're making these decisions. Uh, moving on to one of the other games of the round here, the Rabbitohs up against the Broncos. The Rabbitohs, welcome back. Their full suite of players, I would suggest this is their full strength team. Tyrone Munro has just disappeared. I don't know if he's injured. I'd like to get some information on that because he's not even in reserve grade, which is surprising. Yeah, not in jersey flag either. No, so he's obviously mm. injured or something because um, Tane Milne's there as named. Maybe it's that they're going for size. I don't know. But, I mean, Munro has been really, really good. I think this is an injury. Uh, but, I mean, outside of that, Latrell's back. He's a... Uh, Absolute elite tier gun wing fullback if anyone's looking for one. Um, and also, obviously, Afo, I mentioned Cameron Murray, who's an elite middle at a really discounted price. So, I mean, both can't go wrong with either of those guys. Uh, I, I think that's probably as much as need to be said about them. You don't need to be sold on, on either of their fantasy pedigrees, I don't think, Rob. No, I'm happy to buy both of those. I think Latrell is... Like actually, an all right price considering how expensive Scott Drinkwater is now. If you don't have him, um, mm. 
so yeah, I think it's him. And I think he's clearly above like the Edwards and Tedesco's of the world. Um, yeah. But I mean, that 88, so that 88 break even can wait a week for sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and they do have another buy, which is just something to bear in mind as well. If you're considering overall points. Yep. Um, and also, uh, Head-to-head finals, right? Is that the final or is it the... the yeah, the grand final. grand final. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're getting left trail, maybe save a trade so that you can trade him out in your grand final if you're going to make it. Um, but, yeah, he's he's a gun. Yep, 100%. Uh, and then for the Broncos, they welcome back Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, and Reese Walsh. Uh, obviously, we know Payne Haas is a gun. Um, they've got another buy as well. Pat Carrigan's a bit expensive at the price. Reese Walsh is probably an interesting one because he's kind of – he went on a bit of a tear. He's not somebody I'm looking to buy this week either. Uh, but, you know, he could be one if somebody's looking at a price point for a wing fullback. Uh, but, Ryan, you're probably you – know, I suggest you're probably not in the market for anyone not named Payne Haas in this Broncos team, are you? Yeah, essentially. I mean, I've held uh, Payne Haas in my head-to-head side, um, sold him in the overall side about oh, – jeez – 12, three months ago now, I think. But mm-hmm. um, I think I think a lot of people will now be looking to bring him in for the for the run home, those who got rid of him. Um, yeah, Reese Walsh is fine. Uh, but, yeah, again, I think everyone's sort of set for the most part with their wing fullbacks. And, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm pretty happy. I've got Pia Kuru in my team who actually did something on the weekend, so yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Wheels up. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Titans up against the Roosters. Oh, this is an absolute... You know, battle of <laughs> question marks. Um, Tino, as you pointed out earlier, is suspended for three weeks. Uh, that sees Aaron Clark coming to the lock position. Could be a really interesting option, although they seem to move this team around a fair bit. Um, outside of that, there's not really anyone that's not named David Fafita in this Titans team that I'm interested in. Uh, I mean, Mo Fadawake is fine, but I think at the price, I'd be more inclined to go to a Cameron Murray or something like that. But uh, if you, if the no buy is more attractive to you, I don't have a problem with Fadawake either. Is that you know? Yeah, it's a pretty you... good pack for Mo. Um, he just it was just a not a great PPM game um, on because I got him in last week. I needed a mid, um, and I'm can't say I'm unhappy that Tino got suspended. Um, mm. but yeah, it's, it's a little bit slow and steady, but I think the minutes, um, mean that he's got a little bit more upside than perhaps he had last week. Um, so yeah, I think it's fine, but yeah, there's, there's all the mids are back this week. So you kind of got everyone to choose from. Whereas last week it was like Mo Fodawaka is was possibly one of the better like scorers in the mid of yes. like the buys. Yeah. Um, mm. I was having a look through them, like who who I could have got better, and like even Nat Butcher was trash last week. So, um, yeah, I think it was okay in the end. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's probably for feeder and maybe Mo Fotowaker mm-hmm. or or bust for this team. I mean, if you got Tanner Boyd, you're holding probably. Uh, uh, Ryan, did you have something else? No, I was just going to say I was just looking up. At Big Mo, and since round four, he's got no score lower than 46. Um, just about everything's up 50-plus, so he's been Mr. Consistent most of the year. It's been good minutes, really good minutes, mm. and it's going to only get better, I would say. Um, but, like, Chris Randall plays some lock, right? Is that the rotation? It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, it is Jojo Fafita, maybe? Nah, he's, I just had a look at him. He's only had one non-80-minute game this year, so mm. just he just sucks. Yeah. Uh, for the Roosters, Tedesco's back. Uh, that pushes Manu back to the centres. Not that he had a boom game at fullback either. Uh, Brandon Smith is – the whole Roosters seems to suck. Not very inspiring at the moment. And it's the nicest way I can say it. Was Billy Smith their best player last week? <laughs> yeah. It was B Smith, but not the one you'd think. Not the, not the right B Smith. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Wasn't yeah, even no, S. Smith. I, yeah, no, nah, it's it's not great. What's, how did S. Smith this, go with 34 or something? Um, last week, there were so many Smiths. There was Billy Smith, Brandon Smith, Sandon Smith, Remus Smith. I, I couldn't keep up. Yeah. The commentators Smith, were just Smith Yeah, Smith to Smith. So they just gave all of, they just gave all of them 30 points, and that, that was it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no one watched the game, but just... Yeah. Yeah. Smith passes to Smith. Oh, it's intercepted by Smith. Yeah. No, it's, uh, there's, there's nobody here not named Tedesco that I'm uh, particularly – I mean, Manu's just massively – like, everyone's got him, and if you don't, then, you know, you're obviously – you've you, you're not interested if you don't have him by now. So, um, yeah, I don't think we need to sort of bang on about the Reese's any longer. Moving on to the Knights and the Storm. Uh, Callum Ponga's good at football. Uh, Dan guy's back. Mazu's – you know, doing well. Frizzell is a goat. Um, that's that's probably it, really. Um, Frizzell's still in buy territory for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He only made twelve k last week. Yep. Uh, anything else for the Knights here, Ryan? Yeah, I don't think so. I guess Dan Gagai back, but I'm not sure I'd be rushing out to buy um, with no. that that foot injury. Not even a little bit. Uh, and then for the Storm, we've got Pappenhausen nearing a return. He's kicking goals on social media, literally, quite literally. Uh, and, you know, trading back with the team the last couple of weeks. It'll be good to see him come back for the Falcons and make a push to play in the finals. Um, Xavier Coates has eight tries in five games since the infamous uh, try regression call hit live on the amateurs about five weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I had somebody send a question through. Shout out to whoever sent the question, whether Z- asking if Xavier Coates is a keeper, um, which is just you know yeah, absolute elite elite levels of fill up for me. So um, yeah, love that. Um, Munster's leading DCE by four points so far in the DCE versus Munster stakes. Um, yeah, that's probably it for now. Uh, Harry Grant's good. Storm, storm, doing storm stuff, boys. I don't, I don't know what more to say. Yep, no, I think yeah. you've uh, said it all. <laughs> you trading Meany this week, Ryan, or are you going to keep him? Uh, yeah, I'm in a position where I don't really need to trade him, but I don't need to play him either. Like I, I could trade him to a, a certain uh, fullback who randomly got dual position that we'll touch on later. But uh, <laughs> yeah, is that uh, Ruben G? I mean, uh, sorry, we're not, we're not trying to give that away. Let's call him R. Garrick. <laughs> Ruben G. Uh, Cowboys, the Cowboys juggernaut are going to come speaking up. Speaking of Blackstone, Ruben. Yeah, oh, hey. speaking of guys named hey. Ruben, good segue. The Cowboys are coming up against the Eels. Regan Campbell Gillard uh, gets away with a light suspension, uh, only four weeks for deliberately kneeing that bloke in the back. Uh, that oh, was just an abs- absolute dog shot. One of the worst things I've seen in the recent memory on a football field. Mate, bloody Osama bin Gillard flying his knees into the side of bloody... Oh, mate. 
Yeah. I've never seen anything like it, mate. I would not be surprised if it was revealed post-game that old mate was was, uh, having his way with Campbell Gillard's sister or something like that. (laughs) He was real... He, that was there's nothing non-deliberate about that. It was just it was an absolute shocker. So uh, they're going to be without him, which is great for everybody that owns Hopgood and Ryan Madison, um, or people that own both, like me. Uh, but for the Cowboys, first drink water's good. Keep playing him. Um, if you're going to buy him, you probably rather buy Latrell or Teddy or Ponger or someone like that at this point in time. I think with how expensive he is, but you know um, he's he's great, and don't don't let go of him anytime soon. Uh, and then uh, Ruben Cotter is back in the starting team for now, although who knows what's going to happen there. He's so cheap. He's getting cheaper. Um, you know, at some point he's going to be a buy, but it might be a straight swap from Xavier Coates to Ruben Cotter at this rate. It might be next year that he's a buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind well, of hope it's next year, to be honest. Like, yeah, I want to see him play 60 minutes, really, or like 55 minutes before mm. I buy him. Because you kind of are buying him as a keeper, right? Like you don't want to buy him and then have to like make him your agent. Oh, no. But he's so, a cheap, he's a, like a, such a good value there. He's the same price Max King was last week. Like yeah, that's okay yeah, to yeah. pay for an 18th man. And no, it is. one that can bang out a 55 on any given week. Just haven't seen the minutes yet. Like I think he, no. might, he might be. Like he's, he is a buy for sure. But it's just, mm. I think if you're, yeah, if you're getting him, I just, mm. you can get him if you want. I think just pay slightly more and get a someone else. The thing is, the Cowboys don't actually need him to play the role he was playing last this year. This is my point with Cotter, and I think I touched on this last weekend. Like some people got, hit me up about it, but yeah, um, got 40, right. 45 minutes out of Cohen Hess, and the same out of Jordan McLean, Just and the same out of Tom Alolo. minutes as well. You know, yeah, like, and Granville minutes, Griffin Neem. Like, there's literally well. no need to. There's no need to play him for more than like forty-five to fifty minutes. So, and and he he can play eighty and like save him being able to play that for like the finals if you need them to, but hundred um, percent. Yeah. I, I just think there's safer and better options as much as I yeah. love him. Like he is one of my favorite players to watch, but yeah. Yeah. Up the cows. How good's, how good's million dollar bench impact forward Tom Alolo? Amazing, right? Who can't, he can't hang onto a ball. He got stripped the largest man in rugby league. Yeah, I don't know how he's tired. He's only playing 35 minutes a game, but anyway. I don't think I've seen one Tomalolo highlight this year. <laughs> no, he's just meat and potatoes. Oh, there was the one. He, he he did have the one highlight. I'll give him credit. When he had that like okay, big so running right. golden point. When he had that yeah. big running golden point That's when they right. beat the Panthers. Yeah. That, that yeah. was the one highlight this year. Yeah, I'm looking what did you reckon score. about uh, Gussie's comments that the only team that could beat the Panthers this year was the Cowboys? What did you think about that? Didn't he, he, didn't he make that... Uh, because uh, I remember I saw a clip from him like back in June where he said like yeah. we thought the Cowboys were, were yeah, going to make the finals. Yeah. yeah, he called it, didn't he? Oh, mate, so, I was never in doubt. Sure now they always have a good run, eh? They were looking so bad at the start of the season. Yeah. It just wasn't going to continue. Um, Micah Sivo, is he contesting his ban? Yes. Sivo and... Um, and Jared Wallace. Jared Wallace were, yeah. And RCG so and Tino copped him. Sivo's out. Is it Hayes Dunster or Wonga Blake, I guess? Oh, I reckon it'd be Hayes Dunster. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Yep. Yep. Uh, so for the Eels, uh, not really interested. Penasini's come off the boil a little bit here. Uh, he's, you know, had, oh, I mean, a 43 is pretty good with a try, but I mean. He's pretty you good. Know, if, you, if you got a head-to-head player, uh, Penasini's good, no more buys, but. 
you know, what's their schedule like for us to see? I feel like they've got tough games coming up. Yeah, Storm, Broncos, Roosters, Panthers, Cowboys. Um, they're really they one one and a half plus matchups, let's call it. Uh, everything else is pretty tough sledding. So I probably don't want to be coming up against the Panthers in head-to-head grand final week, if I'm being completely honest. He's got pretty good base, though, Penasini. He kind of always has this year. I think he's one of the safer floor options. Mm. Yeah. but I think um, I'd be looking for a Garrick, Lemuelu, Manu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You kind of want to go for yeah. upside, don't you, this point in the year? Yep. But, yeah, I mean, it's fine. If you got him, I'm certainly not moving him on, but I'd rather oh, no not way. buy somebody that plays the Panthers in grand final weekend. Um, uh, Moses is, you know, doing stuff. How's he, how did he go this week? Good. 42. No, not good. All right. Um, yeah, so he's got a tough schedule. Didn't he? Yeah, that sounds right. Yes. Yep. And Gutho's got a tough schedule. I'm probably looking to the forwards. I'm looking at the Hopgoods and Madisons of the world in this team. I think that's probably about it, right? Yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, I'm I'm really not looking to actively buy any more eels. I've got Panacea on my side. Uh, that'll do me, I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Ryan Madison. Uh, you know, he's going to get the the bump. You know, off the Hickey Ogden plays the first like 17 minutes, and then Maddo comes on and stays on for the rest of the game. That's what I'm looking forward to now. Are we going to get the um the Sean Lane Dylan Brown experience when Dylan Brown comes back? Uh, I, I yeah, maybe for like two weeks. That's Save that's something for next year. Yeah, for next year. Yeah. Sean Lane is so yeah. cheap. Yeah, good. Keep going. Good, good, Keep good. going. Keep dropping. Yeah. Boys, Sunday, the Panthers are going to play the Bulldogs in a game of football. I reckon we might find something else to do on Sunday. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> unless you're buying Cleary. What's the point? Oh, yeah. The 100 break-even is in real danger. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is not – did you like my uh, – for anyone that didn't see the stat in the group over the uh, the weekend, Curtis uh, – over the oh, – so it was last night – courtesy of the uh, – NRL Boom Rookies podcast. Uh, so the Bulldogs have surrendered more points in their last five games, being 224 points, uh, than the Panthers have in the entire season to date so far in 17 matches. <laughs> so 40, 224 points in five weeks. It, so it's an average of 44.8 points per game being surrendered by the Bulldogs over the next five over the last five games. It's just absolutely disgusting. So the Panthers are surrendering 12.8 points per game. So six yeah, converted Panthers, tries um, more per game. The Panthers' points against is ridiculous. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't know. That's, what where you need a, that, that's where you need a team like the Cowboys that just like they throw, like Scott Drinkwater will throw three intercepts or get five try assists and nowhere in between that. That's what that's what they need. That's where you, you can't throw like conventional stuff at them. You have to throw just absolute you know, lair, lair and just hope it comes off. The, the Rabbitohs would probably be the other team that can do that. Uh, but, yeah, Cleary's obviously going to be a, have a good week, I would imagine. Dylan Edwards, I'm looking forward to having him this week. It'll take a big score from Chance to make me put Dylan Edwards on the bench. Um, I mean, Sorensen's fine. Yo's fine. But, you know, this is probably not the week for Isaiah Yo. Um, can't imagine there's going to be a huge amount of tackling to be done uh, and with a 77 break even. Um, I'm just looking at his games against – I oh, still got a 63 against the Dragons. So, I mean, he's uh, – you know, he doesn't, he's not really one for bad scores, Isaiah Yo. So, I mean, aside no, from the 40 gets, against the Storm. 60s for fun. Tungo is the other one, I guess. 
Um, mm. He's a jet, but he's quite expensive now. Mm. Sorry, Matt, you got me mid-swig. Yeah, no, he is. <laughs> he is very expensive. So, yeah, the centers is a bit of a tough market. I think I'm probably looking for uh, for Ryan's boy if I'm, if I'm in the market for a center this week, although I, he is sort of on the expensive end as well. Um, for the Bulldogs, I can't say that I'm looking to actively purchase anyone in a Bulldogs jersey at the moment. Um, yeah, I kind of wish Carreras got center so that he could at least be interesting as an option, but yeah. Nah. Max King's just pl- plugging away with his like mid to high forties, but I mean, for that, you know, you might, you might be interested in a Ruben Cotter or something at that price. He's fine. He'd be the only one I think. Um, Carraz is okay, but this is not the week to buy Carraz either. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Your boy. Uh, uh, well, mate. Uh, f- don't even get me started on it. <laughs> don't even get me started. Uh, the Sharks have made some team changes, amazingly. Uh, Siv for Talakai goes back to the bench. Connor Tracy comes in at center. Moylan is dropped for Braden Trindle. Delphinukin also comes back. Uh, Cameron McInnes goes back to the bench. Uh, Jesse Colhoun comes onto the edge with Teague Wilton, potentially out for the year with a ACL and Wade Graham with a sore toe. Um, the Sharkies is still Nico Hines or Bust. Yep. <laughs> After all that, still yep. Hines or Lots Bust. Lots of changes and nothing fantasy relevant. And yep. for the, the Seagulls, it's the Daily Cherry Evans, Ruben Garrick show. I look like uh, if you've got him. Mm, nah, I, I'm, I've sold him this week. Yeah, I think lots of people are going to sell him. Yeah, I moved on. Moved on to more green, fertile bre- grounds this week. So that's uh, that's it, boys. Um, what do we what do we reckon? I So what I sort of alluded to earlier in the podcast is before we jump into the trades, um, I had a couple of people, um, fairly new fantasy players, I'm sort of asking, you know, in the group chat, you know, help with the team, whatever, running out of trades. Only got six trades left, for example, and and sort of needing some assistance, uh, more so for anything else than to to actually learn from the mistakes that were made this year to to sort of build on something for next year. So, just for an example, um, there's a. Uh, a team here that has, and I, I just want to sort of spend a couple of minutes sort of going through a little bit of this stuff to sort of try to show people how to think about fantasy, I guess, a little bit more. Um, just trying to dig up the team here. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh my God, there's so many messages in here. <laughs> um, just having a, having a chin wag. No, they love it, the people in the group, the Facebook group. Oh, mate, the group chat is just absolutely off the chain. Yeah, so he started off like the, this, and this is just an example. So I'll just go through the team here. So he's currently sitting about 25K overall. It's, and, you know, the first page of this looks really good. Harry Grant, Isaiah Yo, Payne Haas, Torhu Harris, David Fafita, Jacob Preston, Hines, Derry Cherry Evans, Dylan Edwards, Drinkwater, and Garrick. A little bit weak in the centres here with Toa and Balance Tafare. But then you get to the bench, it's Tanner Boyd, Ryan Madison, Jareem Buller, Isaiah Katoa, Harrison Graham, Ben Turbo, Sonny Luke, and Jacob Arthur. So, boys, just off, off straight off the bat here, you know, 
to me, this says that we probably spent too much money on the high-end assets too early and sort of lost track of the cash generation a little bit, being stuck with Luke, Jacob Arthur, Isaiah Katoa, and Ben Turbo. So, I mean, what what advice would you give to a new player uh, around, you know, how to sort of take take that mistake and, and learn for next year? Um, maybe, Ryan, start with you. Yeah, well, I think the the biggest key is uh, not to pick up red dots um, early on in the year or, or, like, for example, like Jacob Arthur. Like, you've got to really be looking for your cheapies to be guys who are going to score well and generate cash for you because cash generation is key to getting a top side come year's end. Like, a lot of the top guys up there um, have team values near $15 million. Um, yeah, so that one's twelve point six. Just to just for interested. Yeah, so you, you need those those cheapies working for you. And like I've, I see a lot of this um, in in like the TikTok comments when I put out some videos. Um, like especially, especially when uh, a couple of weeks back, or, or, well, it was a couple of months back now, when we were talking about, I put up a clip of uh, the podcast about not to buy Valence Tafade when he was on the buy back in what round ten or something like that, round nine. Um, yes. And, like, there was a few comments from people, like, on that video, obviously not a part of our regular audience, but they were, like, saying, oh, well, you know, I started with him, um, you know, jokes on you, I got a 60 out of him. And, and like, you can just you can just tell, like, some people that they, just, they don't completely understand the concept of, you know, you, you mm-hmm. don't start with a guy who you think is going to be good in 10 rounds because um, that 60 points through 10 rounds is, like, five a week or six a week uh, on average. You know, you may have got the one good score, but that that could have been someone from the beginning who's generating cash from you, uh, generating cash, who you can now cash out to Valtafade for and bank three hundred k. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's important not to go for um, those guys like Jacob Arthur too early in the season. You, you really need to. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the biggest mistake a lot of new players make is they don't um, think about their emergencies. Like they sort of just leave that to the side. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, Rob, just you know peeling back 20 weeks, um, having a look at this player's starting team, they actually started pretty well. There's one or two glaring errors and they'll be pretty apparent when we go through the starting team. But for the most part, they sort of, you know, they got the gist of where they needed to get to from a fantasy perspective. So started with Harry Grant, Pat Carrigan, Brandon Smith, Ruben Cotter, Jermaine Hopgood, Luke Garner, Tanner Boyd, Nathan Cleary, Isaac Thompson, Hamaso, Lockie Miller, Tamari Martin, Josh Adokar, Hayes Perham, Ray Stone, Tommy Talao, Paul Alamotti, and then Nico Hines, Aloviana Camperera, Isaiah Katoa, and Harley Smith-Shields. So, mm, you know. Just Nico from, and Cleary, isn't it? Yeah. So, obviously, there's a lot of cash sunk into Nico, Cleary, Ruben Cotter, and Pat Carrigan. Um, and, I mean, Pat Carrigan sort of started really well and then fell off. I mean, Nico didn't play for the first couple of, like, was it six weeks or something like that? Yeah. Um, you know, so investing $3.5 million in four players, two of which didn't fire particularly well, you know, it's always going to be a bad start. But, I mean, they captured a lot of the the big cash cows early, you know, the, um, the really good money makers. Missed Bryce Cartwright from the start and missed Trindle from the start is probably the two big ones, Ryan. 
Yeah, I, I don't think Trindle maybe not necessarily a big one. He did only make, what, about 170K. It, it was a quick generation. Yeah. But, yeah, Bryce Cartwright definitely hurts for sure. Yeah, so obviously like just... Lockie put... Miller was really good at the start of the season as well. Oh, he was huge. Absolutely. I saw a team that still has him in the group yeah. chat just before. Oh, no. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking of guys that... There were kind yeah, of some well, guys that were like, you needed to get them. And I think Cartwright and Miller were mm. key. Well, just, just you know, going through here and... and uh, this is probably the biggest part is because obviously thanks to the rugby league fantasy pro app, we can actually go through this person's entire season and have a look at the trades that they made and sort of understand the stuff that they did that was good and bad and sort of, and this is actually, this team's actually really indicative of a few really common mistakes that first time players make. And it's stuff that you won't do again, or you shouldn't do again next year, as long as you listen to the amateurs, uh, because obviously we're going to, show you how to navigate this period. So, obviously, uh, week number one, Nico Hines is out, which is a good oh, move. And Tom Good, by the way? They did start with Hopgood, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so Nico Hines is out, Tommy Talao's out, Jackson Ford's in, and Adam Dewey's in. Obviously, that's really unlucky with the Jackson Ford four-point HIA. But then they crystallized that mistake by then trading Brandon Jackson Ford back out the next week. Mm. So... You know, you spend a trade, one trade getting Jackson Ford in, and then you spend another trade trading a guy out who has eventually end up making a bunch of cash um, for the sake of, you know, a one week, you know, having to, you know, wait wait one week, Ryan. And, I mean, that's something that we see a lot of new players make that mistake where they, they get one bad week from a player brought in and they're just immediately ripping them back out again. Yeah, precisely. And, and this is why, and like, I understand that. Like, it's, it's emotions. Like, you, you want your players to go well and you get a bad score and you, you want to throw them into the sun. But it is about patience. <laughs> it is a long game. Um, we, like, because we always talk about, you know, it's like season long averages and, and you do have your, your down games. Like, trust me, I was on the ledge when Tyson Brazil, buddy, got KO'd in the first week of the oh, year. Oh, man. After pumping, him, after pumping his tires the entire season and he gets KO'd yep. after 14 minutes in round one. Um, yeah, no, I was on the ledge, trust me. But then since then, like if you take out that game, he's averaging 55 this year. So, yeah. Yeah, patience. Yeah. Exactly right. Went on to make like roughly 200K. And he was just a yeah. really solid scorer as well, like in dual position. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nothing no, it's really a good exercise in patience. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty clear that there was a, a certain podcast that this player was listening to that wasn't ours that maybe uh, tipped him into a few decisions, which come back to bite him a little bit later. But, he didn't have uh, to tip in the chin, did he? Um, not that I can see. Oh, is no. he still holding? No, I think he sold him in round 15. Yeah, nice. injured, so that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, so moving along here, Adam Dewey also good, and that's just bad luck that he got injured because he was he was looking really really good here. He was really good. Um, he moved on from Brandon Smith uh, early, which turned out to be a good move. Jumped on Bryce Cartwright and Ellie Katoa in round three, uh, which you know will will show to be you know for the most part good decisions. Uh, jumped on Jacob Preston in round four. So the the big thing here is it seems like he was maybe reacting one week later than he should have on some of these money makers. Hmm. So in an ideal we are, in an ideal scenario, you start with Jackson Ford, Jacob Preston, and Bryce Cartwright, or at least two of those. And if you didn't get them, you get them in round two rather than I think spending you were money. quite lucky with Preston in round Me? one. Yes. Oh, I didn't start with him. I got him in round two. Oh, round two. Yeah, because Ryan got yeah. him round two as well, I think. I was at the um, My Chemical Romance concert, so I couldn't make the trade. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I got him in. I got him in round three. What, um, what's What's your favorite song from My Chemical Romance? And can you sing us a few bars? Uh, famous last words. I think I'm not going to do you any bars. It's too high. It's mate, too hard to sing. Yeah, you're keen to sing Robbie Williams at, at my bus stop. Right? <laughs> Just angels, mate. Six more songs. <laughs> um, yeah, but so yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> I think it was because um, it was kind of like a mid-round day, wasn't it? That one where like mm. he came into the side halfway through and yeah, oh, he started really good. He started really. He played off the bench in round one. There was an injury, I think, to kick out. He played sixty minutes, scored really well, and everybody with any sort of you know previous experience went, "Oh, this guy's a jet," and bought him in. Yep, so yeah. aside from you, Rob, because you're a dud and you were at my well, account. He wasn't. Right he wasn't listed to start that yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he was a late change. Like, he ended up starting. Yeah. I got yeah. him for two no. eight seven. You might have got him for oh, what two forty or whatever. Yeah, I've still got him. Two, I've still two, got yeah, him. two. And he's been, yeah, you know, he's been a, a jet. Great. Course, yeah. So, so. so here's here's this guy. So he paid three sixty one for him. So that was the difference. That eighty yeah. k there. Also bought in Tommy Turbo that week, which will turn out to be not a good decision. Um, although he did move on from Josh Adokar, which you know, objectively a good decision as well. Um, round five moves on from Luke Garner and Ruben Cotter to bring in Payne Haas and Viliami Vilea. So obviously, you know, he's now found himself with two more high profile, expensive players in Adam Dewey and Payne Haas really early. So he's now got six guys probably taking up 50% of his salary cap, which is not something that you're looking for really early in the season. So you want to be really focusing on that cash generation early as we know, Viliami Vilea from the year before wasn't a great option. He scored a couple of good weeks there, but, you know, that'll show to be a mistake there as well. Um, Adam Dewey gets injured and he trades him to Sam Walker. That's just bad luck. Um, picks up Tyrell Sloan at 403K for Hayes Perham, which will show to be near his peak. Um, no, he was on no Isaac. SJ. Uh, no SJ. Mm. Um, yeah, so Isaac Thompson, Tommy Turbo, and Sloan out. So Sloan goes in. Puts up an eight and gets immediately traded back out again for Sonny Luke, who you know we've seen has done absolutely nothing. And this is, he said Sonny Luke since round seven. Um, Chance he bought in, which was good, but Reese Walsh also bought in, not so good. Got Jack DeBellin at six hundred and fourteen k, which is great. Um, sold Sam Walker two weeks after he bought him to bring in Daly Cherry Evans for eight hundred and thirty four k, which we all now know is a mistake. You know, sold Bryce Cartwright. Which at the right time, which is good, 197k profit, and Jermaine Hopgood for 100 for 252k profit, but bought back Brandon Smith with the money, which is you know obviously not great. Bought in Josh Curran, who you know never had any semblance of job security. Um, so this just through here, they just uh, there's a massive amount of sideways trading. Now I do have to give him the benefit. Was on Jareen Buller early. Was on Manu at 615k. Got on Scott Drinkwater at 533k. Mm. Uh, he's had David Fafita since around 12, who's been scoring really well, but you know 900k. Um, traded out Manu in round 12. Um, not really sure what happened there. So, That's when he had yeah, the I, ankle injury, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Traded out Harry Grant to Damian Cook, and then traded Harry Grant back in a couple of weeks later. <laughs> um, That's a tough beat. Yeah, Kalen Ponga traded out at 444k right before he went on his absolute monster mm, tear. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Yes, he's made 280k since then. Yeah. Yeah, traded out Jack DeBellin and Nathan Cleary to get Yo and Nico Hines in round 15, which 
I almost can't think of a worse week to have done that. Um, mm. Yeah, so it's just a lot of sideways trading and not a lot of like forward planning. I think is it's. I guess the the word that I would like to use, and then, I mean, there's lots of stuff here that's just a bit sort of you know rookie mistakes, reacting to trades, chasing points. In a in a word of where I think this player could improve for next season is there needs to be a little bit more deliberateness about what they're doing. Mm. So you need to be really deliberate about what you're doing. You need to have a plan. You need to think about, you know, what your goals are for your team, how you're generating cash. Is this player that I'm starting with going to make 150K, you know, like Josh Adokar buying him in at 500K, like that was never going to end well. You know, he was never going to go better than he did last year playing for the Bulldogs. Like it's just not, you know, he was never going to get to be a fringe keeper. You know, so these sorts of trades you got to really just cut straight out. And, and you know, the moment you you sort of start thinking a little bit more planning and deliberate and a little bit less reactive, you'll find that fantasy will be a lot easier because you'll just see all of these things coming and, and mistakes happen. You know, I couldn't, you know, I bought James Fisher-Harris at 680K and look how that went. You know, you're never going to be perfect. But, you know, sooner or later, most of these guys are fairly predictable within plus minus a couple of points. And, um, you know, sideways trading, (laughs) particularly when you buy a guy and then trade him straight back out for a loss the next week when they're not injured or whatever. Like there was a reason why you bought that player in the first place and you need to, you know, if you if you you weren't sure enough about it that you traded him out the next week, then that should tell you that you shouldn't have bought that player in the first place. So, you know, with six trades left for the rest of the season, you know, I would be using this next couple of weeks to try and identify guys who fit the criteria of somebody with good job security who's looking like he can make some cash. You know, he's you know he's going to be available every week for your team. That's that's the sort of guys you want to be bringing in. You don't want the Jake Arthur's of the world hanging around. So, I think some good advice I heard, and I can't remember who it was, but like your your money and your emergencies and your interchange needs to be working for your starters. So they need yeah. to be making money so that you can upgrade your starters. And if they're not mm. making any money, then you're kind of stuck with who you have because your keepers and starters are not going to be making a lot of money, you know, like they're, yeah. they, they, they might at the start, if you, if you get on a cut price keeper or something, but really if you start with Payne Haas, like he's going to be the price he is. Um, mm. So you need, yeah, you need that your one to eight to be generating cash. And I just think like early, it's so important to just get a lot of cash in, right? Like, and when you do have trades, I think you can take calculated risks like, I don't know, Brandon Trindle. I feel like our risks have got like more and more risky throughout the season. I feel like there were some pretty easy ones at the start of the season. Um, just oh, to yeah. Really easy cash. Turpin and like Simpkin were like relatively safe, like 100K. Mm. And the 100K is like the difference between, I don't know, like, I don't know. 100K you can yeah. do a lot with now. It's just, it's nice yeah. to have. It's, it, the, the thing is, a lot of this stuff is you you just play it with a straight bat and you can find heaps of money makers. You don't need to go looking for some miracle play. No, that's right. And I think it's um, I think this year in particular, it was sometimes there is people that you kind of had to get 
to keep up with the pack. And I think it was Sean Johnson this year, right? Getting him like at 650. Mm. And he's like an elite, elite keeper. Um, well, Corey, Ho- Corey Horsbaugh. Corey, yeah. What did, oh, what did we get him at? I was just going to have a look. For- 620 or something? Yeah, I think I was highlighting him on on this podcast when he was like 570 or something. Oh mate, yeah. I got him on the on the preseason article. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, so I remember sitting up in, I remember sitting up in Townsville writing his article. Going, I wish Ricky would just give him 50 minutes and never in my wildest dreams imagined that he was going to be a 70 minute middle forward <laughs> or I would have yeah, started and put the captaincy on him in round 1. So and uh Breaking news, not that this probably means anything, but uh, Jared Wallace not guilty. Oh, good. Never thought he was guilty. Good no bloke, one, right? Can't... Good bloke, yeah. Queenslander. Yeah, obvious. Did he just State say Queenslander? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work he just for walked in, off. said Queenslander, and just like threw his $4,500 Prada bag on the table and walked out. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All, All right, right let's get into some any... questions, boys. Let's fun. go. Let's go. All right. Where are we starting? I need to bring him up. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you want me to? Do you want me to do one? You haven't seen us. You haven't collated them. Yep. I'll I'll, I'll sit back for a little bit. Okay. I'll do. How about uh, I'll do Facebook and uh, one of you guys can do the other socials. How about that? I'll, I'll do Twitter. Rob, you do Instagram. Yeah. Look at this guy. Oh, geez. Rob's got the uh, the biggest job of all. Yeah, that's good. All right. Let's uh, let's bring him up, shall we? Uh, how many how many Cam Murray questions do you reckon we've got? Oh, the, literally the first one I open. <laughs> was Murray? Is our right. is our advice that he's just a buy unless you're trading another keeper? Shh. I mean, sorry, he's a terrible buy. Yeah, don't don't do that at all. All right, okay, all right, all right. Let's get. I heard it. that right. uh, Nelson Asafa Solomona is objectively objectively a better option. Oh my god, that was an all time call. Oh, Osto, mate, he's he's on fire. He was he's he won't bet me. Typical Panthers fan. He's a coward. I understand where he's coming from <laughs> in a vacuum, but also it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah. sorry, Austin. No. All right, are you are you boys ready now? Yep. No. Since since you've just bagged him out, I'll start with Austin's question. Hey, um, okay. <laughs> all right, Rob. Austin wants to know the uh, the curse of not having a looper this week and no candidates to cash out. Fourth reserve option of Sandon Smith, Verrills, and Preston. Uh, leaning, San- leaning Sandon because of the potential upside. I'm not sure what he's asking. Is he asking which one to cash out? No, which one to play in his play. 17th man? Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, okay, so Rob, who are you playing? Verrills, Preston, or Sandon Smith? Um, let me just see who everyone's playing. Uh, I quite like... How many minutes did Verrills play in the end? 80. 80, 80. yeah, he's an 80-minute hooker. He just yeah. got towed up by the Eels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Verrills. Derek Verrill's interesting. Verrill's revenge game. I'm with you. Preston's playing the Panthers and Sando. I don't know if he doesn't have goal kicking. Buttons, He's buttons. like a 35 guy now. So, yeah. yeah. All right. No. Um, Rob, mate, sticking with you. We've got a pick, uh, question here from uh, Matt Pickering, a uh, good friend of the show. He says, I'm versing Rob in head to head this week. What trades are you making? And are you captaining Heinz like a sane person? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't have any trades at the moment. I think I was going to cash out um, Meany if there was going to be a good cash out. But I yeah, don't have a lot of cash, so I might just hold him and then do a super trade next week and get Cleary. Um, and yes, I'm captaining Nico. Who's Pico playing me in? Is it the, Juz, the Juzzy League? 
Must be. Some league that we don't actually pay attention to. <laughs> All right, Mark. Uh, Chappie wants to know, who do you think scores more points for the rest of the season, Tohu or Robson? Oh, Ooh. God. Uh, Robson's got a buy. Oh, no, so does Tohu. I think this is an easy one. I think it's a layup. Do you reckon? I think it's Tohu. And Sno- oh, yeah, Tohu, it's not even close. Yeah, Robson really? is like a high 40s guy. It's really upsetting. Really? Um, no, well, I'm going to go Robson. 10 points better. I'm going to go Robson. Yeah, actually, that's a good point, Chappie's in all of my head-to-head leagues. Definitely uh, trade out Tohu, please, Chappie. Thank you. Um, all right. Um, hang on, hang on. So, hey, hey, can we just pull, pull up there? Yeah. What do we think? What do you guys think Reese Robson's going to average rest of the season? 49. I think based low 50s. What? Based on what he's been doing this season, based on what other hookers have been doing this season. Oh, do, do players keep doing what they were doing for the season before that, do they? But are they going to go back to doing what they were doing last year when it's quite clear that uh, that's not the case? No, well, the Cowboys are just – he's been tired, mate, from playing Origin. He's going to be a weapon. If you say so. He's just been resting himself. He knew he was having a tough game. But private prior to the uh, – like disregarding the Tigers game where they just absolutely towed him up, his worst score, he only had one score under like, you know, mid-40s there. And he's had like three bad scores in a row, but that's not indicative of future performance. He should be averaging, he's a 50, high 50s average. Rest high 50s is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you yeah, like, no chance. what do you want to bet? You what, if, what do you want to bet? But I don't think I'm going higher than that. What do you want to, what do you want to mate, bet? Y- mate, you already owe me a Hurt Locker entry from uh, your lost bet last year. You should have got it this year. Didn't I tell Clinton to he because he owed me two. He did, yeah, but I, th- I think didn't he oh, say back sure to back years? To get, I think I've got next year's. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've got next right. year's. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, Rob, I'll bet you. So, would you say fifty-one? So this is his average for the rest of the season, not his, not his from his... from now to the end of the season, including this week. Yeah, I'll give you fifty-two and a half. And the bet is, if he averages more than that, you've got to t- change your profile picture on Facebook to a Cowboys logo until kickoff of round one next year. <laughs> and, and if I lose, I'll change my profile picture to a Warriors till round one kickoff. Yeah, next all right, year. I'll do that. I'll do that. I have Robson as well. Okay. This is such a, like, I'm just angry at him getting me low scores. But yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> all right, done. Sold. Oh, dear. All right. Um, Mark, Luke here, he wants to know, if Luttrell is back this week, is it better to get him or Marzu? Marzu has a lower break-even, 42k cheaper and no bias. Break-even doesn't really matter at this point in the season, eh? Yeah. If you're not urgently trying to buy someone, do you need to buy that wing fullback this week? Yeah. I'd really... I really love Latrell from next week onwards. Like he's got a really high break even. He plays the Broncos next week. After this week, he's got the Tigers, Sharks, Dragons, Newcastle for the next four mm. games. Yep. So yeah. yeah, I'll be actively targeting Latrell next week, but yeah, not this week. Um. All right, Rob. Uh, Cody wants to know the best mid six hundred and twenty one k or under. Is it Carter? Could be. Just having a quick look. Six twenty is low. It's probably Cotter or Max King, really. Jeez, that's not far off. Like squeezing in a Ryan Madison or something. Yeah, what's he? Yeah, well, 
646. Yeah. He's probably the it's lowest Max- I'd go. It has to be Mexican. Yeah, it's Mexican or Cotter, I think. Mm. Yep, agreed. All right, Mark. Um, oh, excellent. We've got a Mark here. Uh, he wants to know, do, do the amateurs have any interest in the uh, Bundy mixer? Why did you give me this question? I can't stand the <laughs> mixer, eh? I don't, I'm not a mixer guy. I don't have a I'm, – I'm not a big DFS person in general. Yeah, no other's George. Oh, you're, you're mad about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I I understand why people want to play the Bundy mixer, and I uh, support the initiative of the Bundy mixer. However, I do not have any interest in participating. I've got a bone to pick f- yeah. with the Bundy mixer. Not really me, but like a good friend okay. of mine. He what is it? got I think third place in the Bundy mixer in one of the seasons. And he was supposed to win like an, a cash amount, and he only got paid it like a matter of weeks ago, <laughs> and it was last year. <laughs> so, like, I, obviously, it's tough for money to travel across the Tasman Sea to New Zealand, but like, it's, mm. it's well, they got to load it up on those big boats with the dragons on them. <laughs> <laughs> was it in but a chest? Surely you could just put it in a like an Bundaberg rum bottle, and it would make it faster than that, you know, like. <laughs> Oh, like a little like letter in a bottle. In a bottle. Check, in a bottle. <laughs> Check in a bottle. Check in a bottle. Yeah. Full of rum. Um, I'll probably do it, we'll and then we'll... I'll probably do it once, and then I'll probably never do it again. Yeah, it. Which is what I did last time. Yeah, yeah. I'm still angry about the fact that they got rid of State of Origin DFS. After that, I'm not participating in anything so else. So it was like within the app, eh? You could do it like you could yeah. make a team, and then it would just yeah. like disappear. Yeah, it was fun. That was fun. Was there a yeah, position limit? Like better. you could only pick a certain amount of Queenslanders or Yeah. No, no, not 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 team, not a team limit, limit, but sorry. it was like but it was like yeah, middle, like the old you know, game, eh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Those are the days. Anyway, no to Bundy mixer. Um all right. Uh Rob. So we've got Dom here, right? So he's got Haas, Vanilla Blake, Tohu Horse, Top Good to Toller. He's got all the mids. Um, he's got four trades left with 246k in the bank playing head to head. He wants to know option A to Tola to Mo Fodawaka, leaving three trades at 72k, or Moses and Tohu to Cleary and Jack DeBellin, leaving two trades and 20k. Moses and Tohu to Cleary and to Cleary and DeBellin, <sighs> leaving two trades. This is the like sideways trading. But it's too pretty. I think this is a no. I, I don't think I can bring myself to sell Moses to Cleary at the moment. And I, I've seen it a couple yeah. of times in trades. Because obviously people want Cleary. But is selling Moses to Cleary the option? It, like it might have been when Moses wasn't playing. But To me, I think the option would be cashing out to Tola, waiting, maybe waiting a week on Cleary, see if his, uh, maybe he scores a 70 or something this week, drops a little bit of cash, and maybe upgrading someone else to Cleary. Maybe you got an injury, I don't know. But, you know, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can actively encourage someone trading Moses and Tohu when it would only leave them with two trades for, what, six rounds? No. Head-to-head finals, like, yeah. Yeah, unless you're trading 
to, uh, trading Totola all the way down to a guy who's going to be there every week, like Seb Chris, for example. Yeah, and then and then you go, you know, Moses up to Cleary. I'd be fine with something like that, I think. But yeah, no, this week, but this week is such a like a week to do it as well, where that like Moses to Cleary could be sixty five points. Sixty five and points. Cleary's a big pod. Could be, as yeah. Well. Like Moses dishes up a like twenty seven, and Cleary dishes up a nine. Who are the Eels playing like, again? Sorry, Cowboys. Cowboys. Juggernaut. Um, yeah, I mean, general like in a vacuum, is Moses to Cleary? A, like, why did you buy Moses if you were going to trade him to Cleary? That's my question. I think. Hmm. As a head to head player too. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. The head to head's all right because Moses is playing for the rest of the year now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No yeah. issues. Hmm. I think. Uh, I think we go back to our patience chat. Yeah. I think um, it's going to be hard watching Cleary this week, so I think just don't watch that game and just forget it didn't happen, and then just buy him, and then just buy him <laughs> next week. Happy days. But like, it wouldn't even shock me though if Cleary doesn't score that well this week because they just don't need him to do anything because like the team is that bad. It, the ball just makes its way to Tungo or Crichton and they just run around everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think well, he's going to get a fifty and we're going to be able to buy him for nine fifty k. But he's <laughs> <laughs> free, right? So. Oh man, yeah. I'll take an older over under sixty eight and a half. I'm, eh? I'm I'm not betting the under on that. <laughs> The don't pass line, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I, but I think um, like Totola to Mo is fine, but it's probably not going to do you that much. I think I'd rather have the cash to upgrade someone else. Yeah, not with that many. Not with that many. Middles. That's right. You don't need a mid this week. That All was right. last week. <laughs> All right, Mark uh, Morgan here. He's just sent a screenshot of his trades. He's doing Fisher Harris, Sean Russell, and Tohu Harris out. For Cam Murray, David Fafita, and Colhoun. Yeah, I, I, do we need to do the Torhu? I don't really want to trade Torhu. I think you could probably just hold fire on the Torhu to Murray leg. I think that's probably sideways enough that you don't need to do it. The, so you just the yeah. question is: So would you just do like say Fisher Harris to Fafita? Are there any Fisher Harris to Fafita and what was the other one? Colhoun. Uh, Russ Russell to Colhoun. Yeah, see, like, you know, you need to free up the cash to do that. But, like, if you can just do fish, like, if you got that much cash, you should just be able to go, like, Fisher-Harris to Murray or Fisher-Harris to Haas or something like that and just do that. Hmm. Oh, okay. Here's here's an interesting question because we didn't really touch on this in the the team list chats. Um, I think... I think this is a time to talk about it. So this is posted before the dual position updates. Lockie here, he says, I need an elite center. Who is your choice? Gagai is what I'm thinking as the other elite um, ones have at least one buy round left. So um, the the the, uh, the all-seeing dart throwers at uh, FanHub have elected to give Ruben Garrick dual position this week despite only playing yeah. two games at center and played, about five weeks ago. I think ago. he played a random one like in the middle of the season. And I think, yeah, but he's not a center. He's played fullback for like oh, the last there's five There's absolutely weeks no no doubt about that. But I think they just went, oh, mm, he played three games in the center, so therefore. <laughs> and I just hope they keep it for next year, eh? Even though they won't. But... Don't even absolutely get me started. Throwers. But yeah, so him. is yeah, is yeah. the answer for the elite center Ruben Garrick for the rest of the yeah, way home? Where do we, where do, where do, where do we see him um, in regards to the other centers out there? I think he's 
Exactly. Like those three of them are in a tier together. Manu, Garrick, and Lemu. Yeah, but you kind of only need two of those guys, right? Yeah. Because that's kind of my issue. I have Manu and Lemuelu and like old mate Ramian just hanging out as my cover. So do you really need mm. to spend money on another one? Probably not. But if you have Lemuelu on buy and you don't have a center cover and you want another gun, then he's the best option. Yeah, I okay, think the well, correct well, answer for the centers is to have two gun centers and a like sub Chris. Yes, that's that the is correct right. answer. Well, well, here's the question because I'm I'm assuming because he, he's saying he needs an elite center. Um, so who? I, oh, I guess Lemuelu's on a buy this week. So I guess the answer's got to be Garrick, doesn't? It? Okay, never mind. It's Garrick, unless you don't mind if someone's got to buy, in which case you get Val Holmes. But like, Val Holmes is a high upside, lower floor than I think what Garrick's going to give you. Yeah. All right. Um, Rob, Lance here. He's uh, Cleary and Fafita are my final two keepers to bring in. He's looking at upgrading Clemmer for one, um, and the which I think is a good move. And then the other is probably Moses, as I have a surplus of halves. Uh, Clem to Cleary this week as a go, thinking of holding a week on Moses to Fafita. So I guess he wants to know who, like, who scores more this week, Moses or Fafita. Um, would, would you make that trade now, or would you wait a week on Moses for Fafita? Why does everyone trade Moses so much? Um, it's a good question. I he's averaging over six. Yeah, I think the problem with Moses is that like everyone wants Heinz, SJ, Cleary, you know, and then mm. they got Moses, and then they're like, now, oh god, what do I do with him? Um, I th- yeah, well, just like. Five out of the last seven scores, Moses has got a 73 or yeah, higher. Yeah, Moses has been really, really good. I think people are forgetting why he got picked for New South Wales. Um, his, this is a weird one. In his last seven games, he's got five scores of 73 or higher, and both scores that weren't 73 or higher were 45 or less, and both against the same team, but that team is the Titans. <laughs> I'll never understand that. <laughs> That just does not make weird. any sense. 103 against the Knights, 79 against the Rabbits, 73 against the Cowboys, 75 against the Bulldogs, 82 against the Dragon uh, against the Dolphins, sorry, and then a 42 and a 29 against the Titans. Make it make sense. I I, but uh, <laughs> but like uh, Moses could average like 69, you know, for yeah. the rest of the season. And it's just he's just not a sell. Nice. Like <laughs> yeah. <he could. laughs> yeah, good. Um, but that said, I think um, Fafita might score more this week. Yeah. But just don't sell Moses. Yeah. I just don't think you should sell Moses. I don't know. I might get be wrong on this. But it, it feels – see, okay. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plant my flag in hold, hold because, uh, again, I think this goes back to the patience argument. Like, you never know who in your side is going to get injured this week. Like, there could be someone that you weren't planning to trade. All of a sudden, now they've, they've done a hammy. They're out for four weeks, which is more than half the season at this point. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd stress patience there. Um, okay, Mark. Alex here, he wants to know, does he go Charles and Tohu to Teddy and Yo or Tohu and Naz to a, a Cotter and Cleary? Mm, I don't think I like the second one. Um, I'm. I mean, more. What was the first two that he was trading in? 
Uh, so he was looking at trading in Teddy and Yo. Yeah. Or a like Ruben Cotter, Max King, and Cleary type. Mm, right. Okay. Can we can we parlay that into like Cameron Murray and Latrell Mitchell or something like that? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. That'd work funds wise. Um, yeah. No. I just. I. I'm not. I'm not vibing Ruben Cotter. I think it's my big issue with the second trade. Um, I, I, of all of those players, I think Naz is the one that I want to move on the most. And I think, okay. yeah, but I don't know if so, I can move into Ruben Cotter. What was the second one? Ruben Cotter and... Well, he had uh, Cotter slash King, so he could go Max King um, and Cleary. Yeah. And and who was going out? Uh, Tohu and Naz. And we just do... We, wouldn't you just do like Naz to... To somebody like good and and keep Tohu, isn't that yeah, the right? Did you do Naz Naz to Murray? Oh, not if, not if your name's Austin. <laughs> Sorry, that's a touchy subject this week. <laughs> but I would I would call that a fifteen point upgrade. But um, mm. Austin seems to think that Naz is better. Hmm. We we need him. It's a shame he missed the Sunday pod. We need him to uh, to fire up. Give us, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll give us the uh, the buy of the week or something. Yeah, buy of the week. Nelson Asafa Solomona, be in the article <laughs> straight away. Now, um, yeah, something like that, or even like you know, trade Nas to Murray or DCE or or uh, Munster or like even Hudson Young. You know, there's plenty of guys who are a good value that re- lets you keep Tohu and bank a trade, which is probably the bigger part of this, which is not wasting trades on someone that you shouldn't be spending a trade on. Yeah, uh, I think you are correct. Um, okay, Rob. Rich wants to know, uh, Olukawatu to Cam Murray and Walsh or Teddy? Uh, I think yes to the first one and to Desco to the second. Teddy doesn't have a buy. Walsh does. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, oh, geez, this one's uh, a bit sad now. Robert says, if Karaz gets dual position, mm. uh, which he didn't, which but he probably should have, uh, is it worth trading him to a 19th man? Uh, I guess we can skip this question now since it doesn't matter. Um, all right, Mark. Pull one, Nate, pull one out for Karaz. Poor Karaz. Could have been a great buy. Uh, Norton wants to know, should he hold Robson and Penasini to see if they bounce back or trade to yes. DCE and a Murray slash a feeder? Oh, trading to to DCE and Murray or DCE and Fafita, that seems pretty good for Robson and Penasini. I think I would do that unless yeah. you really need Penasini in your centers. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you got – if you got three, like three good centers, so let's say you got like Chris and then you got like Manu – and Lemuelu, and then Penasini's like an extra, then, yeah, pull the trigger on that straight away. All right, Jerry's a man of my heart. Rob, he says, are we too far out to luxury trade guys like CNK and Tohu with seven to eight trades and still seven weeks to go, e.g. to yes, bring sir. in Fafiti and Kaliri? Mm. <laughs> they seem pretty luxury to me. You're a good man, Jerry. Yeah. He's a good man, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I think CNK might be fine to upgrade, but Tohu, I'm pretty happy to have to. I think it's like head-to-head next week. If you need to win, I think I'm okay with Mm. trading them, you know? That's true. But 
Because next week's like last week to get into the finals, isn't yeah, it? It's like we're not going home for not, Like I've, I've even heard of some people that are like, maybe I'll trade SJ to Cleary, you know, just to like a, for a must, must win. Like I think I'm okay with that in a mm. vacuum. But like this week, yeah. it just seems early. And also that's just not like, that's not that many trades left. I don't know. It's, I feel like there's going to be more suspensions and injuries and, and things. Um, so, yeah, you probably kind of want one a week, right, for the rest of the season, if you can. Yeah, away. absolutely. And and that's something I, I didn't really think about is that, like, next week could be someone's grand yes. final. Like, if they yeah, don't win, their season's right. over. Which so, is, what's the point of holding trades? And a lot of people have two or three Warriors as well. So, mm. yeah, it's something to think about next week. All right, um, and then we go straight from that to uh, Nathan wants to know the best option to trade Tohu to, thinking Jack DeBellin. Um, yeah, sideways. Yeah, yep. Um, okay, uh, Luke wants to know the best cheap center option. He's looking at, uh, he's mentioned Rocco Berry, Seb Chris, uh, Swilly E, Skelton, uh, knee for one week, but be handy to be called upon later if needed, thinking Berry with their run home. Any strong options for me? Seb Chris is safer for mine. I think I'd probably go that way. Yeah. Rob, any strong? is cheaper and has jewel. Um, uh, Skelton's obviously super duper cheap. Yeah, but I don't think Skelton's going to... I think Fox is coming back this week. Or maybe next week. And if you need someone to play this week, do you really want to be playing? He like, can't be coming. He's got, mate, he's got a medium grade hamstring injury. He's like three weeks away. He's not going to play till after their bye. Why is he in the extendeds then? Because Cameron Seraldo is a Seabold. That's why. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, it depends. I suppose it depends. Um, you can get Skelton if you want. But I think I think it's going to be because they have two rounds and then the bye. And then say the fox comes back after that. That's fine, I suppose. Two weeks, but I'd get Chris. Yep. Yeah, and especially if you need someone to plug into your team this week, I don't know if you want to be buying like the the rookie winger up against Penrith either. Because um, Warriors have a buy. No. Adokar's got Adokar's got twenty two on the on the. Um, casualty ward, but NRL physio said on his podcast that like he'd be. He might just like not play again this year. That's yeah. He said that a lot. Though. More what he was I think thinking. that's really dependent on the team rather than you know. But why would the Bulldogs risk Josh Adokar? Like it, they're nothing. They're coming fifteen. Oh, I know. Like, I know. It doesn't and make heard, any sense. I heard. I listened to the Magic Magic Sponge, and he said the same thing. And he said the same about Sam Walker as well. You know, like for teams that don't have yeah. an option, you know, of making the eight. Think- like, what's the point of bringing back your? expensive guys. I think the one thing he misses there though is like the human element of it right. is that like the players the players want to play. Like they want yeah. to play. Like they don't care if they're not going to make the finals. They want to no play. Wants to get down <laughs> but he's season, like you know. But Josh Adokaza, he plays with speed and he's got a like medium grade hamstring injury and he's missed a week. Like that's it. you're just asking to just tear it off the bone and not be fit for round one next year. Yeah, or have a like a terrible preseason where you just you know like hamstring injuries are not a vibe, uh, like surely. No, I think he'll like, come back after yeah, the bye. Personally, but yeah. that's still only two weeks of skeleton. And if that's fine, then that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think Seb Chris is the answer. 
All right. Uh, last two questions here. Um, so Brad says, Kiora, um, he, he wants to know, should I worry about gun coverage across the park or just stack as many, so as in like uh, your emergencies and stuff like that, or just stack as many elite guns as possible? So I guess it's uh, depth versus optimizing the top 17. Where do you guys land in, in sort of that debate? Um, are you trying to optimize the top 17 as much as possible or are you trying to maybe go for someone a little bit cheaper just to be able to get a really good 18th man or do you settle for a, I don't know, a Piacora or, you know, Santa Smith, someone in that mold? What, Mark's done with you. Um, I think you want to get, like, I'm aiming at, like, 17 the best 17 players you can get that make sense for the budget while still affording like a fairly strong 18th and 19th man. So, you know, like for me, for example, like I've gone, like I've got Munro and Seb Chris as my 20 and 21, and then I've got Chans and um, probably Ryan Madison as my uh, 18th man and 19th man. So, you know, there's a bit of depth there, but like I'm basically going to cycle one of Ryan Madison Reese Robson, or or um, maybe even Papaliti out on a weekly basis. So it's um you know that's where you want to have those choices, particularly if you have got teams coming up with buys. So like I had a look look moving forward, Robson on the buy in twenty five, Murray on the buy in twenty six. Uh, like you want to have guys who can sort of cover that with some depth. So that's why like you know I was pretty happy to have like I've got. You know, I've got to play Seb Chris next week. But outside of that, like even with Torhu, Chance, and Sean Johnson on the buy, like Seb Chris is the worst player that I'm playing. But like the, all the others are like 40 to 45 minimum, if not 50 plus average guys. So like you don't want to be plugging guys like Skelton into your 17 on, you know, the next two or the next three weeks. So that was the problem with buying guys like Munro with a chance that they might not stay in the team. And obviously we don't know if he's injured or not, but you know, teams that have got like Sonny Luke and Val Tafare and a couple of guys like that, they're going to find themselves getting 15s or 22s or red dots because they haven't got the depth there to cover it. So, yeah, you got to find that right balance, I guess, is the right answer. And that's where like trading out guys like Toho is such a bad idea because he's like, I'd be telling everyone to buy him this week if they weren't selling him. Because your absolute <laughs> worst case, Tohu as your 18th is pretty steady, right? Like you can do a lot worse. Um, oh, hundred so, percent. Yeah, I I don't know. It's really hard. I I think the best season I've ever had in fantasy, I had like Mitch Orbison as my eighteenth man. You know, I was just quite lucky that like my seventeen was really good, and then I could just get a guy that was mm. like, you know, forties, high thirties to plug in if I needed. Um, because yeah, the hard thing with that this year is there's so many players still to have. That's bias. right, and I think that's the difference this year is that um, you kind of need nineteen now. Um. Whereas, yeah, in the past it might have just been like a good 17 uh, and then just one guy that's... But it is, look, as long as you've got cover in all the positions, um, I think I'm okay with just having an 18th that's good. But yeah, it just depends how much cash you have, right? And and what you have to sacrifice to get there um, and mm. how many trades you have left, I suppose, as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and I, I, I tend to try and optimize my top 17 yeah. more and maybe go for someone who's a little bit cheaper as an 18th man. But that said, I was just thinking about this. Um, I had uh, AJ Brimson in 2020 as my 18th man. He was like out for half the season. He came back in like round 12 or something like that. And I, I remember yeah. I picked him up and I ended up having to play him just about every single week uh, because that was the obviously the, the shortened COVID year. And he went on an absolute tear. Like he, he ended up carrying me to the head-to-head finals as a, <laughs> as my 18th man. He averaged 51 over his last like seven games. It was incredible. Yeah. So, well, that's that's what Tiffany's team getting is getting out of Reed Marnie at the moment. Mm. You yeah. Know, she's sometimes got him, you have those. She's legends. got him as the 18th man. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be the 18th man for long if he keeps knocking out 59s and 62s. Uh. Jeez. All right. And uh, last question from Facebook. Dale, he wants to know, Ryan, who wins in a fight, Griffin Neem or Katoni Staggs? Oh, um, mate, I, I think... Do you see Katoni Staggs doing the, uh, the shirtless dance in a nightclub in Brisbane on Saturday night? <laughs> no, I didn't. It was floating around on social media. He obviously got got the chocolates on Friday night and then maybe it was Friday night after the game or Saturday night, but he was, yeah, it was on video doing a shirtless dance on the stage of a nightclub somewhere in Brisbane. Oh, dear. Mate, no, I think uh, I think Griffin Neem is going to just hit him with a fly kick and Katoni's just going to be too distracted, mm. mesmerised by his beautiful feet because you know how much Katoni loves <laughs> Big feet. toe guy. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, big toe guy. And, uh, yeah, Griffin's just going to hit him with those, uh, you know, uh, bloody Greymouth gray uh, toes <laughs> and just, yeah, knock him out, I reckon. <laughs> Griffin Neem by knockout. There you yep. go. All right. Who's next? I can go. We on Insta? Yep. Yes. All right. I got a conspiracy for you first up. Um, Ooh. Evening. Hold on. Let me get my tinfoil hat. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Um, evening, lads. Rant incoming. I'm convinced there's a conspiracy around Robson not receiving stats that other players would. He deserved a try assist last week, which would have seen me hit 1K, and instead the NRL stat trackers have robbed, excuse the pun, both Robson and myself. I demand a royal commission. Mate. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't want any of this, mate. This is Jeff's bill. I don't want any of this. I want under under 52.5, mate. Under 52 and a half, yeah. We, we need the uh, – where's the uh, the Jeff Toovey soundbite? There needs to be an investigation. <laughs> um, rant over. I've fallen into a centre trap. I've got Manu and I'm holding Lemuelu and trading to Fade. My other 16 are solid other than Lemuelu on the buy this week. Plus, I'm wanting to prepare for Clary next week by banking as much cash as I can. So I'm looking for the best centre cheapy cash out. Don't mind if they turn into a red dot. Is it Skelton? Oh. Yeah, well, if they turn into a red dot and you don't mind, it's Skelton, but I'd probably spend the money and get some. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this one's for everyone from AG Love 92 Is it hard being so good at fantasy, or do you guys find it relatively easy to be great? <laughs> oh, that's, that's Glover. That was that's <laughs> Glover. Love, love. <laughs> I thought so. The love, love. Mate. Uh, he's a big Simpsons fan. I'm really disappointed he didn't go for like the uh, the Lisa asking Mr. Burns the question, like how your campaign is like a runaway free trade. <laughs> how do you stay? <laughs> how are you so good? Uh, That's for you, Ryan. Oh, fully. Thoughts on trading Tohu Harris for Skelton? Hang on. Are we going to answer that question? I want to answer it. <laughs> you you want to answer it? All right. Go on. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, nobody can hang with my stuff. <laughs> I just wake up. And a piss excellence. 
don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. Oh, okay, go on, Rob. Move on. Yeah, now you can play. Harris for Skelton. <laughs> I need a center with Lem on the bye. I have mid cover. It will leave me enough to straight swap Sandin to Cleary next week. Is there no one? I, I'm I'm not convinced. There's no one else in your side that's not a trade before. He's got Tohu Horse, Debellin, Hopgood, Sorensen. But yeah, I agree. I mean, if that's your only way, then yeah, I, I, I guess. But uh, in a vacuum, I, I don't like it without seeing the rest of your mm-hmm. side. But yeah, uh, Mark Atticus. Henny here. First question here, lads. With Munro not being picked, who do you think's a better cheap wing fullback cover, Chris, Seb, Chris, or Averillo? That's actually an interesting one. I mean, Seb, Chris is going to play every week, and Averillo is going to miss definitely one game. And, and he's playing Penrith. Yeah, and Seb, Chris is in comfortably a better team. So the uh, the science would sit with. Um, and he's cheaper as well, so Chris. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So Chris. Um, Ryan, this is Jordan and Glacius. All right, lads, five trades left. Cleary not playing last week on top of Toff Sipley's poor game has really hamstrung me. I'm 20K short of being able to go Sipley to Cleary straight. With Cleary oh. playing the dogs and Sipley in the reserves, waiting a week isn't great. Um, and I'd have to play Hands or Sloan. I own every player over 60 average or 800k that doesn't have any buys left. Do I burn another trade selling Munro to Colhoun or similar to make up the last 20k? Or do I skip Cleary and go Sipley and Sloan to Dylan Edwards and anyone under 823k? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like what he did there with the uh, with the hamstrung with clearing. Mm, that was very good. That was on purpose. Sort of a good pun. <laughs> I, I think the question becomes how good your eighteenth man. Yeah, it does. If your eighteenth man is strong, then I'm fine with you doing the the Cleary one. Well, you said Brendan Hands. Yeah, Hands was fine. Yeah, which I think Hands is fine. He scored fifty seven against yeah. the Titans. Okay, well then. Okay, so here's the question: Where's Sloan at 433. Is he coming good again, is he? Well, I mean, he plays the Tigers this week. Oh, but he's had four scores in a row over 30. He's got a negative break even, I think, yeah. as well. One. It's a one. Do you just loop that? I think. Uh, Tigers, Seagulls. Yeah, I think you just loop that this week and then wait a week for Cleary, hopefully, to get like a 75 and you don't get the 20K. I reckon this is probably the yeah. go. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is from Trey. Uh cheer lads. One point four six five for a gun mid and an edge. Mm. Or a okay, gun edge. Okay, Who you got? Okay, hold on, let me pull out the calculator here. So one point one point four six five. Okay, well yeah. if he does if he does Cam Murray, that leaves oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> that leaves 811. Oh, so it's not quite a feeder, is it? No. Hmm. Surely you just get Murray and Frizzell and, and take the 150K and put it in a long-term savings mm. account. 
<laughs> compound interest. Yeah. Get seven weeks of interest on that. Yeah. Get Clary. Clary. Yeah. Oh, this, this is serious business, boys. That's not it's a joke. joke. The finance is sticking in the clearing. Yeah, it's very important. I like it. Um, what happened to the stock? The stock articles, Mark. Oh, I just got yeah, bored. That's, fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's the commitment we have here at the average. <laughs> Look, do you want me to? Do you want me to lie to you? When I was, when I was hang, just hanging out with uh, Tyso, I was just wondering because <laughs> he's loosely sponsored it, right? But not really. Oh yeah, no, he did, but he didn't give me any money. Oh no, no, I didn't, no, <laughs> no, I didn't get any uh, any bites on the financial planning, which it's a shame because it's actually a really good idea for anyone that doesn't have a financial plan. You should get on the Jonas Wealth Management and get that mm-hmm. sorted. But uh, no, in all in all seriousness, I uh, the wedding distracted me, and then it was too much work to catch it back up, and I just went, you know what? At this point, everybody knows, like it's it's not up to us to spoon feed you. You know, we got you there in the early season, but ultimately, at the end of the day, it's uh, yeah, we can't do it all for you. It's guns or cash outs now as well, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, this is from yeah. Zane. Only weak positions are center and wing fullback. With Lemuelu on the buy, should I bring in Teddy Edwards or another wing fullback? I already have Ponga, Drinky, and Chance. Hmm. Uh, probably Teddy then. Uh, I, I don't know if if you want to hold chance the entire rest uh, of the way. Update um, Garrett getting Jewel. Is he the obvious shout? Yeah, I mean, it depends who your other center is. Like, it, it could, like I was on board with that until you said chance. Like, if you could maybe upgrade chance to someone and plug Garrick into your centers, I'd, I'd be on board with that. But because I, I think the obvious ad- advantage of Garrick is that he's the center. Like you want to be playing him in your center. I think centers. there's better wing with Manu. Garrick, right at the price. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, the best thing would be if you already had Garrick and you've just got this absolute fill-up of a free center. Oh, Christmas yeah. present. Yeah, but under your still tree. Quite a yeah. lot of money to be spending on a center. Um. Yeah. Um, Mark, are Tohu and Robson trade outs from Hey It's Roshi? We already covered that, mate. No, we already covered I think that. I'm not going to say I think they're both trade outs. Um, trade them both out. No, they're both holds. Uh, Will Turner, how many trades is the least you can go for the final weeks? Damn. Would only be trading for injuries. Thoughts on going Valtafare to Cleary, Sorensen to Cotter. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like you don't need advice for the first part, but the second part makes more sense. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tafari to Cleary is, you can do that. Um, Sorensen to Cotter and Penasini to Gagai. That seems sideways. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if I do. Penasini's 549. Um, and Gagai is 640. So there's an extra 90K there. So I just wonder if you could just go Valtafare and Sorensen to Murray and Cleary. Yeah. Do not do Penasini to, to Gagai. That's sideways ass. He says he's coming yeah. 40th, which is pretty good. Trying to gain, oh, don't trying do to gain that, some then. ranks. I have seven trades <laughs> and then would only have four after yeah. these ones. Yeah. No, don't do my suggestion. Murray's bad. Don't do that. Wants to get and, yeah, and buy Gagai. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. This week and trade CNK, but that would leave me with three trades. Mm. Yeah, that's sideways, I think. 
It is. Um, Don't do Jack Kulabrakis, sorry, probably a bit late. Is Cotter a buy? Mark? Nope. Already discussed it. Yeah, nope. we already discussed it. Um, Little and Tohu to Cotter and Cleary? Uh, if you could maybe swap that to Max King, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But little to do we just little to Cotter is not that much of a difference because it's only forty k. Hmm. Anyway. Or just, I feel like you can rustle up forty k better. Or just than little that. to Cam Murray and keep two hundred k in the bank. I think I'd probably just do that. Keep yeah. Keep Tohu. Yeah. Um, Robson to Cleary or Fafita? Cleary. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, do you like ice, ice cream or cake? Like, that's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah um, two good things. Like, Drifter yeah. Spence is trading Drinky to Garrett crazy? Feels yes. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's Feels a terrible crazy. idea. That could be could be the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. Yeah. Uh, James needs center help once again. Currently running Manu and Lem with no cover. Is it worth going Lem to Val Holmes for the run home or no, because well, you're going to have the same issue in a couple yeah, of weeks. You're going to be back. Or trading Chance Munro, Piakura, or one, I guess one of those to a cheapy like Chris or Kiraz pending DPP updates. Um, I think it's Chris. Yeah. Try and just get Chris for this week. I think it's yeah. a go. Um, Evans, Mitch, head-to-head player. I have Moses, Hines, and SJ. Which one do I look on moving on for Cleary? And is Tohu to Max King okay? Yeah, just hold trades. Don't do anything. Yeah. Just wait. Um, ooh, I bought in – this is from Callum. I bought in Tino last week. Do I trade him for Rip. Tungo Oof. or what gun center for the run home? Garrick, if you need a center. Um. Alex, considering oh, this is a dumb question. Considering head to head is in the bag, what's your fantasy Premier League team looking like? I can't stand fantasy Premier League, so sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't don't, don't we have sport. a? Don't, 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 don't we have a, an entire bloody section of our website with the FPL? Yeah, not yeah, not probably. on this channel, mate. Quinton, yeah. what's Quinton? Is is Quinton uh, doing that? Yeah, yeah, Quinton. Uh, good bloke, Quinton. Shit sport, but good bloke. <laughs> What's the what's the what's the Facebook group? Uh, we need to give we should give yeah. a shout out. Someone, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's somewhere off. Yeah, with, just, I, find I think it. it's here. We go. FPL amateurs of of Oz. There you go. FPL amateurs of Oz. Quentin. Uh, yeah, jump on in, Dunny. Fire up. Um, yeah, he, FPL. He's got a podcast too. If you're interested, is he still he's jump doing on. It still. Yeah, mate. Still going. Still kicking. Thousands of listeners every week. Jump on. He's got a podcast league coming up as well. He's, yeah, he's got a podcast yeah. league. He's got a code there for it. E-A-Z. Listen, if, if you want to join uh, the Amateurs FPL Podcast League with Quinton, E-A-Z-T-D-G. There you go. In you get. All right. Fire up. And that'll that'll be the rest of the – that'll be the Premier League chat for the I hope to never talk about that ever again. Um, this is from Harry. Is, is Haas a must-have for the run home? Uh no, I don't. I wouldn't say must have. Like he's got a buy left. Um, like obviously, 
like there's so many good mids. Like Isaiah, Yo, like you could just have like Corey Horsburgh, Isaiah Yo, Jack DeBellin, um, and like Tohu Harris. There you go. Like and or Jermaine Hopgood or something like that. Like I, I wouldn't call him a must. He's obviously a great buy mm. if if you can. Yeah, it's entirely possible that someone like Cameron Murray even averages the same as or more than. Would Haas you say there's season. no material difference mm-hmm. <laughs> between Murray and Haas? Sure. Let's go Love with that. It. No material difference between Murray Love and that's us. Sick. Um, this is from Neoho Angram. Um, trading Izako out, best wing fullback option for the run home. Is it Latrell? Uh, He's got drink water and yeah, pong. Yeah. Um, drink water and pong. I'd probably, I'd probably maybe go Tedesco. Yeah. I guess Latrell. He's just so expensive now. I'd really love to wait a week, let him to drop a little bit of money before buying yeah. Latrell. But I know you'd probably have to get someone in good since Lysarko's on a buy. So that would make me lean Tedesco against the Titans. Yep. Um, the Mac Maddie, sup boys. I currently have 419k in the bank. I want to go to Fare to Tango. Also, is Cleary a must-have for me because I already have Moses, SJ Hines, and DCE. Nah, well, he's not a must-have. Um, but get Garrick, not yep. Tongo. Agree. Um, Wheels up. No, nah, don't trade. Don't trade Fortuweka. Don't trade Tohu. I'm just going to skip that one. Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> need a center this week. The Rev um, looking at Timoko. But the guy I'm chasing yeah. in my league has him already, so I'm not sure if I should find a pod instead. Or is Timoko the safer choice and look for a pod in a different position? Got 600k to spend. I think Timoko's fine. I still... My, to, uh, yeah, yeah Timoko's fine, I guess. Uh, my my favourite centre under 600k is still Penasini. Yeah. Yeah. Head-to-head as well, because then he's not... Yeah, the buy doesn't count. Um, don't trade Gagai to Val Holmes. Yes. Um, Ryan, considering you have this is from Mick, Ryan, considering you have the minor premiership wrapped up, maybe you could rest your stars this week, mate. Mate, the problem is I've got four green dots on my on my oh, emergency. Hard so, thing, so hard. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> mate, it's 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 tough up here at the top. You know, like people keep coming for We've your got crown. Problems it's... too up here. Um, yeah, exactly, mate. And I need to beat you, Mick, so uh, Tiffany can scrape into the finals. <laughs> oh yeah, wheels up, Tiffany. That's true, yeah. <laughs> of, yeah, sideways deals going on here. Um, no, well, Mick, Mick, if it helps you, mate, I'm probably not going to make any trades. I'll, I'll do that hey, for you. How about that? Saving trades for the finals, mate. Um, exactly. Humperdickel, yeah. Robson to Grant. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are we? What are we on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Humperdinkle, not Humperdinkle. <laughs> I don't know if that's better. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, commenter. Um, Robson to Grant, I think, is fine. Do you think that's fine? Yeah. Um, oh, it's backwards, but... mate. Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, and I... then... Am I just yeah. a Hannah Boyd to Brendan Hans? Um, I think why? I would rather wait and see if JMK is actually dead and get Harrison Graham next week. 
Do you think we'll know? Yeah. I don't think there's any rush to get hands. No. I think we kind of missed the boat slightly on hands. Um, yes. Mm. All right. Um, once you pay for the Yo DLC, is there another one you need to buy for him to score points? <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. I'm assuming this person buddy, uh, bought him. Or three weeks ago, where he sat in for three weeks and he scored a total of forty-one points in three weeks. Yeah, it's been a t- it's been tough sledding for the uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, yeah, expansion package. Yeah, you got to you got to you know pay for the uh, the extra fantasy points. You know, to, to it's, it's mm. just like FIFA. You got to pay for your FIFA points. You got to get your your fantasy. Yeah, points too. yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, you can't just buy the player. You got to buy the player and then yeah, pay the ongoing subscription. You do. Yeah. You do. You forgot to sign up to the subscription, mate. There's your problem. Um, Hassel Yo, rest of season. Um, well, Yo's gonna play one more game in theory, more than Haas. <laughs> in theory, <laughs> have you got the package, mate? Have you got the DLC? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Um, well, uh, look, uh, Haas, you know, is going to miss one one more game from here to the end. There's a chance he may even get rested in round 27 as well. Um, Isaiah Yo may get rested in round 27, but there's a chance he just plays every single game too. So I think I'd lean Yo for overall and maybe Haas for head-to-head. I yeah. really thought I like Yo it. was done with his rest, eh? And then <laughs> for the Ivan Cleary, he just doesn't care yeah. about Next your minute. football team at all. Bloody I'm Ivan. so glad I didn't get him. Um this is from Matakana Island. Kilda team looking at letting Robson, Simpkin, and Tafare go for Grant, Garrick, and Cherry. I like that. I think do yeah. that. Sounds um, good to me. Or Simpkin, Robson, no Tafare, or. Mofo. No, don't trade. Don't trade Mofo. Okay. Cool. No, no or. Um, yes. Mark, there's a question for you. Um, Izako to Kerez and Butcher to Haas. Yeah, sure. Um, Burton to Cleary. Yep. Tohu. Good week to do it, I think. Tohu and IPAP. Tohu or IPAP to Cleary. And Tino to Fafita. Mm. (laughs) Tino's a trade, right? Mm. Yeah, Tino's definitely a trade. Do you just do Tino to Cleary? And then yeah, hold the surely. Yes. What well, do, do? Yeah, Cleary or yes. Fafita. Your your choice is the choice is yours. But I I would. Yeah, you just trade just, Tino to Cleary. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Full stop. Yep. Um. Who do I loop out of Max King, Harris, Chance, or Sandon Smith? Wait. Uh... Who do you say? Sandon Smith, Charms, Harris, and who? I think you take Torhu Harris, Torhu, right? Yeah, well, it's Torhu and Torhu and Max King are in your yeah. loop. Boom. Best player three hundred one k and under. Jeez, <laughs> you're in the dregs there. Um, um, skeleton. It depends what you want. Yeah, well, he just says any play, doesn't he? Yeah. Jeez, I don't know. Would you go Colhoun? 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd probably go Colquhoun. Why do we like Colquhoun ahead of uh, the other guy, Dan? Is it just because Jack Bird's lingering? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that and, uh, like, we think that Wilton's gone for the year and Wade Graham looks like burnt toast. Because isn't Colquhoun a mid? Oh, for fantasy, that doesn't mean that's where he plays. But he's only played, NRL. like, two games, like, 13 minutes, 31 uh, minutes. I, I didn't. So, in in uh, reserve grade, he played a little bit of back row last yeah. season. Um, he's only played four games in reserve grade this season, which are all front row. But last year, he played maybe five games in the back row for Newtown. I just, I just think they're both kind of horrible options. Not great. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, do it if you want. Uh, don't love it. Um, head to head. This is from Jeff. Head to head trading up Turpin. I have six two four k. Who do I get? Uh, I mean, probably Max King. Unless uh, if you can't or cash out and find another way to get someone better. Yeah, it's really hard at that Sam price. Sam Verrills, Reid Marnie. Yeah, Verrills. Yeah, what's Marnie? Marnie? Your man. Kick it around it. Dylan Edwards. Amole. Yeah. Naz. No. <laughs> no. Um, last one. Oh, no material difference. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Naz average like 38 rest of the season. I'm really looking forward. Yeah, we just want um, <laughs> Elise Katoa to come back. Eh? Murray's going to be like 60, 63. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, from Nick, I need a center to win a head-to-head quarterfinal. Max 599k. I have Manu. Is it Anacini? Or Timiko. Um Who's got? Jeez, oh they both don't have the easiest matchups this week, do they? Zach Lomax against the Tigers. Yeah, I think. Go, yeah, that's go, it. Yeah, go, go upside, go ceiling. Cool. Yep. All right, Mark, bring us home. Oh me, okay, I can do it. Yep. All right, I'm ready. Uh, well, we've already spoken about Murray, so we're going to do that. Not going to do that again. Charles, he's got top three hundred seven trades left. Thirty twenty three k in the bank. Nass and Chan's out, or um, <laughs> or uh, sorry, to a gun and a cheapie, and if so, which gun and what mid cheapie? So he's just having a look at it. Um, he doesn't have Teddy, so his back, his wing fullbacks at the moment would be Drinky, Buller, and Chan's. So I'm actually impressed that he managed to get this far with that Ponga. Um, so I guess the question is. Oh, no, he's got Ponga down there in the bench in the emergencies for some reason. Um, yeah, it's kind of a bit hard to explain here, I guess. But I guess the question is, would you do, like, Nass and Chance to, like, Seb, Chris and a gun, or would you not worry about doing something like that? Um, I think I think that's a situation I'd be okay with if one of those guys isn't necessarily in their seven, mm. top 17. So he's um, he's playing he's playing Nass or so he's got Lemuelu, Panasini, and Chans, and he'd have to play one of those every week, which I think is fine. But yeah. seven trades left. Yeah. Whether you bother? 
Yeah, um, I guess chances on a buy next week. Uh, personally, I don't have a problem with it, but it is sort of something you don't necessarily have to do straight away. I, I think I'd be okay with training Chards and Naz. Um, like we've sort of spoken about Chards in that he's one of those players that sort of goes better against the hardest matchups, and the Warriors have a very soft draw coming home. He doesn't really tend to do better just because there it's a soft draw. So mm. I'd be fine trading Chards. Yeah, you're obviously going to need to pick up someone with a center eligibility uh, because if you have an injury, like your, be- your best bet there would be like chance to Seb Chris and then upgrading Nas to the best player you can get would be something like yep. that. So at least you get that positional cover. So that way you then got uh extended bench of like Panasini, Chris, Hands, and Munro or something like that is mm-hmm. what you're going to land on roughly. Uh, Robson to clear in one trade this week. What do we think? Reen's running no hooker cover for Grant. Rob. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, is Yo a must-have? I don't think we're talking about Yo as being a must-have. Are we talking about Tedesco, though, Ryan? Would you buy Tedesco this week? I'd have no problems buying him. Yeah, I don't think he's a must-have, but, yeah, I think he's a very good wing fullback option for sure. Yeah, so Yo's, he, with regards to Yo being a must-have, he says he's got Tuppany, Haas, DeBellin, Horse, and Hopgood. So I don't think, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, missing a key percent, I don't think I'm keen to spend a lot of money on it. Got Lemuelos, he's another cheaper, but still a decent scorer. So I guess what he's really asking there is, is, is Lemuelo a keeper center? I think by default he kind of is. I don't think he's worth trading. Yeah, he's certainly not. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't be bringing another player in to put him in my emergencies, I think. Yeah, yes. I agree. Yeah. Uh, trade Heinz to Cleary, question marks? <laughs> Come on. Come on now. He must have heard my rant that I did last week when I was telling Rob off about the captaincy. The flat track bully. Yeah. Was that Heinz' worst score this season against the Warriors? No, he had that. No, he had that thirty-point game. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't. Awful, one awful. And he got bin. He, he got sin bin and still got a sixty-one. <laughs> and they got belted. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Apart from yeah, the thirty-seven, scored... like he's when they got flogged by the Dolphins. Jeez. Um. Yeah. That's his worst score. Yeah, he's been pretty phenomenal this year. Eh? He was pretty good to watch live for the yeah. first five minutes, and then he was a flat track bully. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. yeah. Under no circumstances should you be selling well, Nico. No Hines. way. Uh, would you use two trades to get Cleary or just one to get a lower tier gun like Murray thinking about saving trades for the last few rounds as it will help really help gaining ranks, Ryan? I'm always team uh, save your trades. I, I feel like I've been in team save your trades since we were talking about selling Cleary back in round three when he was on a buy and had two bad scores. So, yeah, yeah. I'm team save Good. trades. I like it. Uh, Cairo is asking about selling Torhu to Murray with the note that uh, his head-to-head grand final is the Cowboys by round, so it doesn't matter about Murray's buy. That feels very sideways to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, are we getting Cleary this week or next or not getting him in? I think we've discussed him at length, so we probably don't need to go into that. You can buy him whenever you want. Uh, Simkin, Oluapu, and Ford to Skelton, Munro, and Cleary. Don't get Munro. Obviously. Munro not being named ruined that, but otherwise that would have been just absolutely weapon trades. Um, but I mean, would you do Skelton? I mean, the the big pro there is trading out three spuds and getting two spuds and an elite gun. 
It's um, really hard work to be getting two cash outs. Though. Would you do Skelton, Tommy Talao, and Cleary for Simpkin, Oluapu, and Ford? Mm. Yeah, I guess it's okay if they're just going to sit in, in your 20 and 21 spot. I feel like, mm. yeah, it's a, t- it's a really tough one. I think it's really it's really hard. You kind of only want to be getting one of those risky options. Yeah. Simpkins actually been dropped. I think in an ideal scenario, yeah, Simpkins completely gone. I think in an ideal scenario, you probably want to go like Simpkin and Oluwapu to a cheapie and Murray or something like that. It's probably a better option. But, I mean, Ford's not a final team player, though, either. So, in, a, in, a, in another way, I'm completely fine with you doing it. So, use your best judgment there, Cone Merchant. Uh, best option out of Cleary, Fafida, and Drinkwater, Rob. Sorry, Fafida, Drinkwater, and? Cleary. Cleary. You sure? Sure, it's not drinky. Cowboys jogging, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, he this, also this asked the, about. This is the this preliminary is the, final uh, revenge game as well for the juggernaut. Absolutely, yeah. And this is the guy who asked if Xavier Coates is a key keeper. God bless him. The answer is no. Oh, he knows what no, he knows what he's doing. For now, for now, he's a keeper. Uh, needing to play Talao this week due to Lemuelu's buy. Not sure who to upgrade slash cash out with 135k in the bank. Talao, Davey, Chance, Robson, or Lemuelu. Uh, so, I mean, Talao is probably too cheap to sell. Um, but who would you sell out of Davey, Chance, Robson, and Lemuelu? And would you bring in a keeper sent up? I guess. You can sell Davey, but he's not really worth that much. Would you sell Davey to Seb Chris if it meant that you didn't have to play Tommy Talao? Although Tommy Talao is playing the Dragons. So... I like yeah, I think I'd just Davey. play Talao. Would you put Talau in your loop slot and put Lemuelu at center, and then if Tommy Talau shits the bed, then you trade, then you yeah. trade uh, Davy to Chris and put Chris in the starters. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good. I like it. Good job, everyone. Um, got Tino last week for Haas. RIP. Oh, um, so he's saying so he's now going to spend more trades on Tino plus other guys who are also keepers. Uh, as well. So Tino out, obviously, but he's looking at trading Tino and Robson to Cleary and Murray or Tino, Robson and Torhu to Cleary, Fafida and Cotter. I don't mind the first one. I definitely wouldn't do the second one. Yeah. No, I like the first one. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about center cash down options. I think Chris is the way to go there. We've looked at that. Uh Rob, do you think Cleary's likely going to be impacted on return from a multi-week injury with a hamstring? I think so, but they also wouldn't be playing him. Like, Ivan's super conservative, so I don't think they'd be playing yeah. him if he wasn't 100%. So I'm fine with buying him this week. Mm. And he's, they're also playing the You well. mean, when you say conservative, you mean playing him for a couple of weeks with a dislocated shoulder when they'd already signed, like locked up the minor premiership, that sort of conservative? Uh, or That was so silly. But also... Yeah, mate, I, I'm such a problem with Ivan, and I just his his teams are going so good, and I I don't know how much longer I can keep complaining about him. Yeah, I mean, look at um, bloody Webster, under under Ivan, what a gun! I'm so glad we got the right um the right Panthers assistant, eh? <laughs> Poor oh, doggies. mate, yeah. <laughs> oh, woof. yeah. This it's not a storied history of success between Garth Brennan, Trent Barrett, and um Seraldo so far, is it? 
Um, uh, Popper Blackhead's asked this question, but he's obviously asked a super coach question because he's asking about boosts. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we trade like Sorensen? Yeah, exactly. I like a magic uh, mango. Yeah. There was a boost <laughs> juice at the Brisbane airport, actually. Checked very, it out. very nice. Do they nice. not have boost juice at um, no, we don't. New no. Zealand? Oh, man. Oh. Only got Daz's pies. That's yeah, it. But... Only room for one. <laughs> <laughs> Only room for one goat goat level sustenance. Oh, a plug for um, Dezza was on a podcast called Stansplained, which he talked about his business, and it was it was a really good it was really good. Um, so if you want to listen to that, let, learn about his business a bit. What's it? What was the podcast? Stansplained. Um, it's Stansplained. Yeah, okay. it's a guy. is that like Mansplained? Like, yeah, but his name is Stan. But it's a guy called Stan. Yeah, okay. Stansplaining. Sorry, Stansplaining. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a good pod. Yeah. Okay, there you go. We trading out Sorensen, Nas, or Buller to get Harry Grant, Ryan. Sorensen, Nas, or Buller to get Harry Grant. Um, uh, Sorensen, Nas, say, or Buller. Say it, Ryan. It's Nas, Nas yeah. <laughs> yes, poor Austin. He's, he's screaming at his radio right now. It's not Nas. Everyone and his dog wanted um, to trade Buller last week, so. Oh mate, don't get me started on Buller. We're moving on. Tavare. Is he keeping his spot, boys? Mm, not his wing spot. <laughs> yeah, he was real bad. He's just got the slowest turning um, circle, eh? It's like between him and Talakai. Wade Graham was really slow as well. <laughs> like... Yeah, oh, man, Wade Graham. He's, he, I think he was playing with concrete blocks on his yeah, feet. Yeah, he was getting done by Adam <laughs> Pompey, which is not the one. Yeah, that's why he's got a sore toe because he was he had a, he had the cinder block strapped to his <laughs> Rumor is he's still turning to try and catch Adam Pompey, but. <laughs> he's still making his way off the field. Um, yeah, so he's got to do it. Should I do we think Tavare is keeping the spot? I could trade him for Chris, but I also thinking about trading out weeks for Skelton as I have both of them on a buy. Oh, God. I feel like he's going to be on the bench next week. I, I would probably yeah. trade Tavare. I don't think weeks is making you enough cash, right? To yeah. Whoever. Yeah, I'd just leave weeks on the emergencies, yeah. Tavare to Chris, and yeah, I like it. Uh, Tanner Boyd and Jake Turpin to Cleary and a player 331k or less. Is Graham the best option there? Um, noting, uh, obviously, he's on the buy this week and may not be named. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. There's a lot of people that bought Munro last yeah. week expecting him to be named this week. Uh, I don't. I, I feel like we need to learn our Valtafare lesson when everyone bought him when mm-hmm. he was on a buy and then he wasn't in the team a week later. Yeah, if you need to buy an absolute walk-up guaranteed barring injury green dot at that price point, it's Todd O'Collar. But, uh, hold on. What about uh, Joe Off and Gowie? 313K. Oh, I'm only looking at centre. What am I doing? Does he, does he need centre or any position? Yeah, Joe O no, I was only cheap, looking eh? at I'd go Joe O for 313K with uh, Campbell Gillard gone for four weeks. Yeah, it's it, not bad. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. He's not even starting though. Three hundred thirteen k. Do you need him to start? Like he's going to be. Nah. A, he should. He should be nah. safe for a thirty most weeks. Like. Yeah. No. Nah, fair enough. One of those two. Yeah. Whatever position you need more, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I like that for sure. Um, he also asked about just trading all the way down down to a two hundred twenty k nuffy for looping. Instead, uh, get Rajab if you yeah. want, but if you if but don't do that. I think it's still too early. Yeah. Yeah. Green dots. Green dots are good. Um, this guy's looking at making four trades, leaving him only three. 
Uh, Harris to Mur- Harris to Murray, which I think you can just forget about that leg completely. Yep. yep. Uh, Preston to Haas, Moses to Cleary, Chance to Munro. Oh, well, Start again, I think. <laughs> well, but, but not Munro. But let's say it's. But don't do somebody Moses else cheap. Cleary either. I don't think. Yeah, I reckon you could probably just do none of that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And if you really want to do one trade, Preston to Murray might be the guy. But is it worthwhile? Preston's been I, uh, pretty good. Uh, personally, I think Murray's going to be averaging mid sixties rest of the season, like sixty two, and I think Preston's fifty one, fifty two, maybe. Mm. Personally, could be wrong. No, I, no, I mean, I outside right. of the Panthers, the Bulldogs right. have some plus. They do have some plus matchups after the Panthers, Dolphins, Knights, Raiders, Seagulls, Titans. So, like, he might go all right, Preston. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I'd probably just pull the trigger on on maybe Preston to Murray if you're sure Preston's not a keeper. But none of those trades are urgent. Not a single one. Um, Mark Bainbridge. He's got Drinkwater, Ponga, Teddy, and Edwards. One of them doesn't make the seventeen this week. So, who is it? Can't loop this week. Uh, who was it? Teddy, Ponga, Edwards, and who was the fourth one? Drink water. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that's... You sure there's, that's you sure there's not a forward you can leave out? Yeah. Surely, yeah, surely there's someone you can leave out and have one of those guys on your bench. They've all got really solid matchups this week. Yeah, I'd be looking to leave a forward out, I think. Um... Rob, is there any upside from going from Robson to Madison? I don't think so. Mm. Nah. I don't know. I don't I still don't love Madison off the bench. I know it's better that RCG's out. Um so maybe there is some upside for four weeks. Uh and you know my feelings on Robson, but it still just feels a little bit sideways mm. to me. Yeah, I think it's yep. sideways. Particularly when you're looking at spending a trade yep. to do it. Uh, two more questions to go. Biggest pest of the weekend, Rob. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I know this question comes up every week. <laughs> well, you know, you weren't expecting and it. I, I homebrew Dan every week. It's always homebrew Dan. <laughs> now come back to me. I, I can't think of anyone. Right? Oh, biggest pest of the week. Um, ah. <sighs> I think it might be FanHub for their uh, absolute diabolical dart throwing of dual position. I'm, I'm giving it to FanHub. Pest of the yeah. week. Yeah. No, I think that's a good one, actually. I think that's uh, – it's rough. Actually, I completely missed another question. I skipped over it because it was funny and I wanted to say it right at the end. But um, no, I, I don't know who my biggest – my biggest pest of the week is myself for convincing me that selling during Buller was a good idea. Yeah, I think everyone was telling just ruined a. ruined the whole weekend. Yeah, just half of the teams in the top one thousand sold it. Crazy. Honorable mention pest of the week, bloody Trent Robinson for uh, giving Suwali so- so- the goal oh, kicking back. I hope Sando gets oh, back. Trent Robinson, do not even get me started on Trent Robinson. We'll be here for another hour. I, th- I think people are starting to work it out. I think there's a growing yes. list of people who are working out that he's a fraud. Absolutely. Uh, Rob, Rob, you got one yet? You got one yet? I don't, I don't really have anyone. I think, I think just had a had a relatively good week of of no pests. 
I'll give. I'll. I'll nominate uh, Rob's pest of the week to everybody asking questions about selling toys. Paris. <laughs> and selling Moses. Yeah, yeah, duds. All right. Source wants to know what's Seif Ball's doing this week, so we can do the opposite. Oh, he wasn't in the. He wasn't. I didn't see a Seif's question. He's suspiciously quiet since we uh, called him out about the Jacob Carraz, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's suspiciously he's, he's, quiet. I feel like we gave him some good yeah, advice just... and he didn't know how to respond. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Maybe he's a, maybe he's a fan of the show now and he's just sitting there quietly. Yeah, counting his Yeah, CJ. He's got the last question of the night. Uh, which podcaster do you want to beat the most at fantasy this year, noting that Brenton isn't a real podcaster, he's just a high-ranking villain? <laughs> well, he's not in the podcast league. So. I, didn't, I didn't say that. I just read it, read it word for word. I didn't make that up. That's exactly what it says here. Absolute drive-by. In fairness, though, he was not podcasting for Talking League until he was coming seventh, and then they corrupted him. So I think that's fair that we rule him out of the list. So which podcaster do you want to beat, uh, Rob? I want to beat Scoop. Okay. He's hundred. Is there a longstanding feud that you got with Scoop? No, nah, he, I remember he called me out on one of the, um, on one of the podcast questions. I'd never heard of him. I still mm. don't know who he is, but, um, I kind of, <laughs> is that, I think, he, I think he's friends with Jay Warrior. Oh, is he? He must be, he must be, uh, I, yeah. I, I've kind of had him in my sight since then. Um, but I haven't really made any material yeah. ground against him, but I assume he's got a lot mm. less trades left than me. So, uh, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm still like, I'm well, let's find out. I'm going to have 20 points behind him or something. So yeah. Ryan. Mate, mine's easy. It's it's Mark. It's you, mate. It's your you are you are my New South Wales. I want to beat you every <laughs> single time we play each other. Ever since bloody uh, when was it? It was I think it was uh, twenty twenty when I was bloody smashing you in in our head to head matchup, and you had one guy left, and it was Adam Fanua Blake <laughs> when he was playing prop for Manly. <laughs> And he scored two tries and scored 96. And you, I think you were down by like 85 points or something like that going into this last game of the round. And bloody Adam Fanua Blake scores you 96. And it just, it's burned me ever since. You are my New South Wales. I will see you in hell, my friend, because I'm going to beat you in the head-to-head final stuff. Well, joke's on you because you're just going to be beating Tiffany, not me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was the funniest thing about that entire experience is... I was like out at the theater or something like that. I can't remember what I was watching. And so you can't like check, check your phone or whatever. And I like, I went and looked and he was on like 47 at halftime. And I was like, what? Uh, or maybe, no, maybe that was one with Marty Tapau. Maybe I went for a shower and I got out of the shower and he'd scored two tries and you were square. No, that's what it was. Yeah. And I got in the shower and I got out and he'd scored two tries and you were swearing at me. That was a great gag. I think I want to beat. Eddie from in the bin. Mm, he's doing really well because you well, he's, just, he, he's he's always talking shit to me all the time, and not not recently, but he used to talk shit to me a lot. And um, I was talking to him before the season, and I said to him something about becoming like two thousand overall, and he's like, "Oh, two thousand is a shit rank." So this is my uh, I'm dedicating this season to getting getting a, a high rank and beating Eddie. So the problem with that is he is currently sitting at 39th overall. Yeah, he's doing really so, well. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to <laughs> make some moves. Shout out to Jamie Brown. I'd also like to beat Jamie Brown. Yeah, no, you were on his pod earlier in the year, so it makes sense. Well, that's it. We've had a long-standing rivalry since then. He mm. doesn't know about it, but I've got a uh, picture of him on my ceiling. It's one way. <laughs> and I just throw darts <laughs> yeah. at it. Yeah. Like the New Zealand. That's the same way they figure out. That's the same way they figure out a dual position. They just throw darts at their yeah. ceiling. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. No, that's good. All right. I reckon that's long enough, boys. Um, why don't you tap out there? Yep. yep. Two hours, seven minutes. Love it. Good stuff. All correct answers tonight, as usual. Um, so, yeah. I, well <laughs> yeah, obviously Buzz has done something up to upset people because there's people abusing him on Twitter. And, uh, no, nothing new. Uh, yeah, how do you feel about uh, Dan Andrews deciding he doesn't want to host the Commonwealth Games anymore? What do, you, do you have any strong thoughts <laughs> about that? Do away with the Commonwealth. Just... F- fiscal all, responsibility. He's, he's like, look, it's over the budget. We're not doing it, and I'm not going to make the taxpayers pay for it, which I just love. I think that's the greatest. Olympics at some point? Is it? Brisbane yeah, or like soon. Surely. 2032? What's the point of the Commonwealth? Just wrap it up. I don't know, mate. Just, yeah, wind it all wind down. It down. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> the British Empire's been hanging on for too long. Yeah. No, but mate, the point of the Commonwealth Games is to uh, us to just beat Britain in every sportland. Yeah, that's that's the. Like, uh, yeah. There's no China or yeah. USA or Russia or any like. Yeah, so like the doping, all the countries where they do all the doping, they yeah, don't even it's participate. It's, Australia just beating down all the African nations. <laughs> it's not really. Yeah. 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 Is New Zealand? New Zealand's in the Commonwealth. Oh, they suppose they yeah. don't really count as a country. They're basically just a state of Australia anyway. So. Yeah. Oh, but half our listener audience are Kiwi, mate. You, yeah, you know I know, and they want to come to Australia as well. They all, they all like, they all saw how much fun Rob had over here. And they, want to <laughs> they got to, they just want the boost juice, eh? Hey? Just, yeah. oh, mate, between the boost juice and the Guzmani Gomez, can't go wrong. <laughs> oh dear, it's about forty five dollars worth of takeaway between those two joints, but outside of that, it's great. Mm. No, that's good. All right, thanks, boys. Thank you for coming and podcasting with me on this beautiful Tuesday night. Thank you, listeners, for joining in. Uh, Seifs, if you're out there, we love you, mate. Hope you uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed the, the advice we've given you. Enjoy your weekend of football. Jump in the group chat, and we will talk to you on Sunday. Love you guys. <laughs>